0: This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. My name is Tracy James, and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are well off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Josh Ratcliffe is here to talk more about Tarantino's obsession with feet with Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2. Welcome!
1: Hey! How's it going, everybody? And Tracy, how are
0: you? Things are good. Good. Um, uh, before we start recording, I mentioned I had, a, I had a bit of a headache from having two drinks last night, and uh, apparently more bad things have come out of this pandemic, as in I can't hold my liquor. So, oh, yay, me. <laughs> um, but
1: Time makes fools of us all.
0: It really does. It's just like <laughs> pointing and laughing, I'm like, ha ha. Um,
1: we actually ran into each other in real life between episodes this time, right? We saw each other at the movies
0: oh my god that's right I, yeah. I forget that so quickly oh my god I had
1: a mask on
0: yeah and I still <laughs> recognize because we both looked at each other and we're just like is that it is
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah part so of weird. me goes is, is just like it relieved that I don't ever have to like engage with people that I see on the street anymore because I'm unrecognizable yeah Um, for a few different reasons one because the part that of my face that is the same as it's always been has a mask over it uh-huh. and I've grown out my hair to a ridiculous point uh, now so like I don't look anything like I usually do um but uh but yeah no I was still but I but then it's an extra long like a squinty look across a room to go like wait is that a person I know or (laughs) is is it just like another person with eyes
0: yeah (laughs) like I it was one of those things too where it was like at the corner of my eye and I'm like guys staring at me this is weird wait wait do wait Oh, I know him. Oh, that's Josh. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it, t- it takes a minute no matter where you are, because even like if I'm like, even if I know I'm meeting a person like and I know the person I'm meeting half the time, you're walking through a crowd going, is is, is that them? Or is it just some random person with the same hair? Like, Ooh, yeah. you know, uh, but yes, but we, we've all turned into ninjas. It's OK. <laughs> we could blend into any crowd. It's fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. I just got to make sure my hair is more normal than usual. Yes.
1: Yeah, no, mine is, mine's crazy long. I need to get it cut it's it's i just had a shower so it's wet but yeah no it goes it goes it's, it's oh. at my shoulders that's a that's a sure. decent
0: like yeah. yeah yeah um uh our other friend um uh who austin who's regularly on the show uh mm-hmm. he has what i call glorious man locks right now that are well past his shoulders and he cannot stop touching it when you're like talking to him it's just hands are just like always like he's pushing behind his ear and you know just running his fingers through it i'm just like dude seriously you need to i
1: actually i do (laughs) that too but i do that i did that when i had short hair too because i like when i had short hair i would let it get kind of shaggy but i would still like mess with it all the time and like twirl it and stuff like that yeah Uh, it's like it come it's like um it's like people that need to have like sunflower seeds or whatever it's like um it's like a nervous tick a compulsion Mm. yeah
0: yeah. 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 I can't do that with my hair. My fingers will just get stuck in it. And it's nope. just, that's Oh, just that's one of the reasons
1: I need to get it cut. Cause it gets curly. <laughs> so like yeah. it, 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 it's it gets so tangled.
0: Yeah, and you're just like, and oh, there's a pencil in here Nice you know?
1: Oh, a Cheeto <laughs> Oh, snacks for later
0: <laughs> Yes, see, we can talk on this level now It's so exciting <laughs> Hair tips for everybody Yeah mm-hmm. Make sure to keep it moisturized, a lot of conditioner It's okay, our spin-off that's podcast or mm-hmm. That's
1: all we recommend <laughs> It's every... like, guys, you just gotta wash it It's that's... not that hard
0: That's it, yeah Don't yeah. wash it every day, though That's too much it's washing too much washing mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. got to let those those oils sink in and keep your scalp moisturized and such it's very complex it's very yeah. it's a, well that's why running my hands
1: through it helps it because my hands have oils on them <laughs> <Don't
0: look>. <laughs> <laughs> uh please don't take any of my advice i don't know what i'm doing <clears Thanks. throat> it's great. Um, i just talk out of my ass about movies and things that i randomly see on the internet and then people <laughs> yell at me about how wrong i am about things especially <laughs> history lessons it's great what a fun uh, world we live in <laughs> it is isn't it it's so exciting <laughs> uh yeah that's why I end up doing a lot of googling during the episodes and after the episode because sometimes when I'm editing and I hear myself say stuff I'm like that can't be right google yeah. and then I like post it I'm like I am so sorry this was completely wrong here's the article here's what they actually said
1: mm-hmm. it's fine yeah. I'll yeah. I'll do that every time I'm on this show. I will spend three days running over everything single thing I've said and fact checking myself. <laughs>
0: fact-checking. Yeah. If you ever <laughs> if you ever find anything wrong on my site, especially in one of your episodes, just tell yeah. me. He's like, oh, by the way, when I said this, here's the thing. Oh.
1: <laughs> I did that once. I think <laughs> on the first episode. I think <laughs> I emailed you and was just like, oh yeah, no, I made that up. That is not a thing that's real. <laughs>
0: I think i put it in like the the show notes i was like okay this is fine um i love the fact that i've gotten better at like censoring myself automatically like i think of something i'm like i don't know if that's true just don't say it just just yeah. leave it well,
1: it's fine. well as i as i watched these movies last night um so i i don't think i had seen this i don't know if i've watched the second one in its entirety since it came out and um i so i remember some things about it because i i had a good knowledge of this movie about 18 years ago. Um, but that was 18 years ago. I might not remember things correctly. So yeah. I'm just like, I to remembered this thing. So I have to like Google it and like pause the movie. It took me like a good five hours to watch these because I kept stopping <laughs> it. To like look things up, yeah, and be like, wait, what was that reference again? I need, mean, and it's hard to do because it just comes up as this movie, but his movies are are all references to other things. things. So I have a lot of like fun facts written down.
0: Yay! I'm here. so excited. <laughs> um, so the reason why I say that is because my thing with movies that I really like, especially um, Kill Bill One slash Two, is that I start watching it. I start, you know, writing notes and stuff. And then about 20 minutes in, I've realized what's happening. This is so good. This is amazing. What am I, and then the movie's over and I haven't written anything. Like my hands are just hovering over my keyboard and my computer's off or my phone's off. And I'm like, I haven't written anything for the last hour and a half. Yay. (laughs) And I know there are things in there that I probably should have written down. Yay. Um, But yes. Yes. Uh, so I'm glad you took notes and you have fun facts.
1: I've got a couple um, pages, one one woo-hoo. for each one for each movie.
0: Yeah, I have um, one page for Kill Bill and like a quarter of a page for Kill Bill, too. And it's, I, I mean,
1: it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to kind of discuss them because they are sort of one movie.
0: Yeah, way. But my thing is, I actually find um there's something about Kill Bill 2. Yes, they do go together and they do seem like, I think if they, if he released this as one epic movie, like the fucking Snyder Cut, except way better. um, Like it it is, it is seamless. It goes through, but there is a clear, to me at least, there is a clear difference I find in like, sort of like color palette and, how it's edited together and sort of the style between one and two, because yeah. I, th- I think two has a lot shorter segments and one has much longer segments that make them more complex or something. Like I, I don't, I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah. I, it's something I kind of want to talk, talk. I wanted to talk about today is that like, he has actually done releases of it as one movie. Mm-hmm. like he he I think he did it as sort of like a road show kind of thing um where he would like kind of go and present it a few times I think it's only had like a couple public screenings
2: yeah
1: um I don't know how those would work because you're right it's it has the second movie and the first movie are sort of different genres um in that there's they are very different tones um mm-hmm. and I don't know how well they would run together it would it w- it's it's kind of odd like I watched them back to back um and they and it they do feel completely different from each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I watched some um a day after like I let one soak in and the next day I watched the second one. And and like I don't know, like I I I find even though there's more content in the second movie, I find the first movie a lot better. And yeah. Both of these movies are references to classic, like kung fu, kick up films uh, from like the 60s and 70s and everything, or even like um, classic, uh, I'm going to forget that, Kurosawa, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Kurosawa yep. movies and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they're beautifully done. Like the action sequence are really cool. They're very stylized, it's very interesting. Um, of course, the dialogue per usual Tarantino is dense, but interesting and complex, and every word gives you an eye into like the character, what's gonna happen, and all this kind of stuff. But it's like he went, like the first movie I would say is more Chinese, and the second movie is more Japanese. If you know what I mean.
1: Oh, I actually I think the opposite, don't I? Oh, you think uh, the opposite? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I think that the first one is doing like the first one's in Tokyo, and yeah. the, the second yeah. one is in China.
0: No, I, I, I understand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, no. no.
1: OK, <laughs> but uh, I find oh, okay. it, like
0: I find the story because the story style of the second one where she comes in. um, Yeah, they do like the the mini two second recap where she gets shot in the head mm-hmm. and stuff. But then it's her driving in the car and telling the history and, you know, how she's okay. going to get her revenge. You know, that's very old Japanese kung fu movie style okay. stuff. Right. And you know, and then when she's like with her daughter at the end and stuff and how they're gonna like live through life together. What um yeah. I'm gonna forget what the name of that movie is, where the 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 old samurai with his son in the cart and they're like walking along and yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Which it's, yeah, that's
1: uh that's um it's lone wolf and cub. Yes. Uh which is directly referenced in this because uh Shogun Assassin is actually Lone Wolf One and Two cut together and dubbed in English.
0: Oh that makes yeah. sense. Okay. I haven't yeah. seen any of these movies since I was like 12. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Mm.
1: You haven't you, uh, you watched Lone Wolf and Cub when you were 12?
0: Yes. Uh, probably wow, that's younger. Impressive. No, it's the reason why. <laughs> so I am from Trinidad, and back in the day, they had like three channels on TV. Mm-hmm. And on I think it was I want to say it was Sundays, they always showed some sort of like Chinese, Japanese, as we used to call them, kickups. Right. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, it's a Kung Fu movie, karate, whatever. It was like in the trees and punching and kicking all that kind of stuff. And so they used to show all of those types of movies. Right. So Mm. when I was younger, I was very, I was surprisingly versed in classic Chinese, Japanese uh, Kung Fu films. Right. All right. Now most of that knowledge is gone because I have just never gone back to it, to be honest. And um. And I, I, I have to admit, I'm, it's not, I'm not even like one of those people who's just like, I don't want to read subtitles. That's not really what <laughs> the problem is. I just don't, the pacing is off for me and stuff like that. And most people I know who watch them, they just want to watch people get like kicked in the face and like chopped up and everything. And AKA my cousins and my brothers. <laughs> uh, so like I, I got I quote unquote got past it and I like for years I've been saying to myself you know, go back and watch some of these movies they're classics for a reason they're cool for a reason and it's true but I just have not done it mm-hmm. so yeah I have surprisingly seen quite a bit of these movies they're in my brain and it comes out every once in a while but there's no like concrete things more recently that I can like refer to
1: yeah I mean i I think I've said this on, on previous episodes that like Tarantino was sort of um, he was sort of a a good, like a nucleus for me. So like I would watch something he would do and then I would be interested in the references he's making. And I would Mm kind of go from there. So like uh, that's a lot of what I was trying to remember last night is like um, what connections was I making at the time and like Shaw brothers and things like that was, was something. So like I have, a co- some tertiary knowledge, uh, but it sounds like you're you're kind of coming it from the opposite direction. So like you would have already been watching those, and you're watching this movie, going like, "Oh, I get these references." Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So like, they're like, I cannot, like I said, I'm trying to think of like the director's name and like what's the name of the movie. That's just not in there, right? Yeah. But I see it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's that thing from that that movie with the guy who does the stuff." That's where I'm coming from, right? Because like, yeah, there's very obvious things like the like the jumpsuit, like the Bruce Lee jumpsuit and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, right.
1: From Game of Death. Right.
0: Is it Game of? I don't know. I what think movie it's Game it of is. Death. Game of yeah. Death. We're going to go with that. Um, but but yeah, there's a lot of like subtle references, like in the style of how they're doing it or like, you know, like, why would he decide to to show this scene this way and then this scene this way? But you're seeing everything from one person's perspective, not the other. And you're just like, oh, it's it's a reference to like this confrontation in this film and, and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So that's like, like, like I said, I have like a overall knowledge, but not like a deep. I got all the names and all the references and I can tell you specifically what everything is. I just have like, oh, spark something. There it is. Yeah
1: yeah well i mean some of some of the references are are like very specific uh and i might may or may not know all of them Um, Mm -hmm. probably don't know all of them but like in terms of language um because he's like a lot of it what he's doing is cribbing languages from other genres so like you'll you'll be well versed in that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and like get all of the like connections that way so that's Mm -hmm. that's i mean that's better than me in most cases yeah um (laughs) i mean it's yeah it's it's sort of a movie that's telling that's constantly telling you it's a movie, which I always dig um, mm-hmm. but that's sort of that's sort of his his big thing,
0: yeah, he does yeah because he is all about just uh using no, not even just using it's more referential use of the genre to like retell things in a way that's already been used, but here it is again different, slightly yeah. you know. Um, And he's very good at doing that. You can't you can't say these are bad movies in any way, shape or form. Um, They're just kind of different. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, I find there um, one thing I really like about it is that there is a lot less um, small talk in these movies you know, like with like Pulp Fiction and stuff. It's just like, oh, you know, I had a burger and it was really good burger. What kind of burger was it, blah, 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 you know? Whereas this is just like, yeah, there's a lot of like random, like there's a lot of talking, but they're always very specific, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you can't kill her because of these reasons. Just don't fucking do it. Or I need a sword for these reasons, blah, 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 you know? And it's a lot of just talk. Mm-hmm. but it's necessary talk and it's all very useful
1: yeah it's all it's also i feel like it's a bit it's styled a bit differently um in this one um particularly in one i think um where like it's very like martial arts movie language
2: oh um, yes, yes
1: yeah so yeah so it's like a lot of like bequeathing and um things like that
0: or like um uh honor or you know, how could you insult me in such a way yeah. that I'm gonna take revenge on you? Or yeah. you're or or like even when Bill doesn't want her dead in the beginning, it's 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 she deserves to live because we have done all of these things to her and she refused to die.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see what she does next, you know. Right. Whereas, you know, if you're in real life, you're just like, Oh, she's in a bed and we can just like literally kill her now, let's just mm-hmm. do that, like just get it over with, blah blah, blah you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so yeah, like they gave her because of the idea of honor and respect, they give her chances. Like even when Bud buries her in the ground in the second one where I'm like, oh, you shot her in the chest. You can just shoot her in the face now, it'll be over. Mm-hmm. Or you have your, you also have a Hatari Hanzo sword and you have hers now. You can just like, you know, stab her, it'll be fine. It'll be over. But no, he honors her because she has done all of these things. And as he says, she, she deserves her revenge. Doesn't mean he's going to let her kill him automatically, but she deserves her revenge. So that's, you know, that kind of level of thing is very East Asian mentality Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, I... So, I this is my first Tarantino movie in the theater. Oh, okay. So, um, I was 15 when it came out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um and um i think it was rated r in ontario because yes. it's crazy violent
0: um, um originally it was supposed to be nc-17 but that's why mm-hmm. that one sequence is in black and white to reduce the blood splatter yeah
1: like, yeah what? which is which is not which is not the case in japan if you watch the japanese version it's in full color
0: oh okay yeah. all right
1: um and i think like the roadshow version is as well um, mm-hmm. So I, I went with my brother, and even if you're with somebody that's over age, when it's fully rated R here, um, you still have you can't be under 18 as well. Yeah. So my brother gave me his uh, health card, um, and it didn't have a picture on it because it was mm-hmm. like a Quebecois health card from yeah. 20 years ago. Um, and um, so I actually I they ripped my ticket. I went in, uh, and but I didn't hear what they said to me when um like they were like oh yeah theater seven or whatever I didn't hear that so I was like oh I was like standing around looking around trying to like figure out what theater to go into and like the manager comes up to me I was like wait how old are you when's your birthday and so I said my brother's birthday and he's seven years older than me so I was pretending to be a 23 year old (laughs) um (laughs) and they're just like okay go ahead number seven yeah (laughs) (laughs) no further questions
0: that's all you're good good
1: at math you can leave
0: (laughs) (laughs) well uh, to be honest like most kids when they're asked like well what's your real birthday and they're like "Uh, uh 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 july uh 48th 1912 like, you're a, what? <laughs> you're 108? No, yep, go right. away. Yes.
1: You look good, by the way.
0: You have aged magnificently. Oh, yes.
1: Do you have that Benjamin Button disease? <laughs> that's what,
0: yeah, that's what it is, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. The Benjamin yeah. Button disease. <laughs> Apparently, I'm Paul Rudd. It's fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wish.
0: Uh, right? A lot that of people great. do. It does. Yes. Um. Anyways, oh, I'd also, I just noticed, I think kill bill was the first one of his i saw in the theater as well i don't think i saw jackie brown in the theater yeah definitely did not see pulp fiction i i
1: listened to your your jackie brown episode earlier today to to prep so i actually sort of knew that
0: (laughs) (laughs) um thank you for listening (laughs) yeah
1: well i needed to be like okay what ground has already been covered here so oh. I don't go on and on about something that's already been talked about, but uh, you're not a big Jackie Brown person it was surprising. To me. Yeah.
0: It was surprising to me too. <laughs> when I watched, it. I actually think I mentioned that in the episode um, because like I said, I, I like Tarantino. Um, I'm going to forget her name right now. Um, What's her face was a very big. Um, Pam Greer was a very mm-hmm. big black person. And like, I am not a huge black exploitation, like movie watcher, but I really like the ideas that it gave black women a lot of strength and they could Mm -hmm. be like, not just powerful, but like, like emotionally powerful, like people say today and all that kind of stuff, but like legitimately like tough. I am going to fix some shit and this is what's going to happen, you know? And so they're like, they're really good they're really good icons and like i was prepared to like watch her as this icon in this movie about like a black woman taking control of her life and blah 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 and then i watched it and i was just like ugh, no this isn't mm, this isn't working for me
1: see that's funny because like the things <laughs> that you said you liked about like exploitation movies i feel like that is what that movie is it's like it's taking the attitude part of it and not putting in the stuff from exploitation movies that's pretty icky because there's a lot of real icky stuff. In, oh, there's in a, a lot, lot of, of those.
0: yeah. There really is a lot of icky stuff um, that was removed, which was great. Um, but I think uh, all none of the characters were likable in any way. Yeah. And like including her character, I was just like, I don't fucking care about you. You're not you're not coming across as somebody I want to root for. And like nobody in it was somebody I wanted to root for. And so by the end of it, I was just like, I don't care. That, that yeah. was, I'm good. You know. I
1: I actually went to a screening that was introduced by Pam Greer. I <laughs> was pretty exciting. She's rad. I like Pam yeah. Greer a lot. She's yeah. fun. She has a, and she sort of has that attitude in real life as well, from like from at least from her uh, the, the persona she had when she was presenting on, on stage. Was mm-hmm. very like very chill. I've been through a lot and I own it. Yeah. Kind of kind of thing. And and I'm and I'm and I was on board. I really she was very she termed me.
0: Yeah. I but of course, a, Gure, of
1: course, it's Pam Greer. Of course, she charmed me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think she's a charming person. I just don't think it was properly represented in that film.
1: Yeah. No, it's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I get you. Um, <laughs> I uh, it's uh, Maybe maybe it's uh, aged differently than uh, than others.
0: Maybe um, it has. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of aging weird, this starts with a Miramax logo. That's fun.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw that and I groaned so <laughs> hard. I was like, oh, oh. yes. <laughs> Um, and they're just like in big, like Weinstein, yep. you know, the names pop up as executive producers and things. Yep. And I'm like, oh, yay, mm-hmm. so exciting! Yep.
1: Yeah, uh, yep. it's, yeah, it's uh, and then there's a fake one, after that. then there's a Shaw scope one, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the fake one is the one I wish was the only
0: one. one. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, uh, then we start
1: with the Klingon proverb
0: yes i saw that just fun um i actually like the fact that there's a couple of star trek references in this movie that makes yep. me very excited um
1: a, a fun too excited my first that. fun fact yeah is that in the like full cut version like the one that he toured in the, in the and the and the japanese one it's not the klingon proverb it's a dedication to kinji fukusaku who uh, directed the movie Battle Royale? Uh, he oh. also directed a bunch of uh, Yakuza films in the '60s mm-hmm. and '70s.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so he's rad. So that's a fun, a fun thing.
0: Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. I mean, yes, that is very cool. I've never, I've also never seen all of Battle Royale.
1: Um, <laughs> have you seen Hunger Games or Squid Games or um, any of the games?
0: <laughs> i've seen i've seen hunger games I yeah have that's not, pretty much the deal i've not gotten on the uh squid games bandwagon people are yelling at me to do so and it's pushing into uh wired territory so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there uh if, if you guys don't know which i've said on this podcast a whole times uh wired i have not watched out of pure spite at this point the uh, wire
1: or what's wired or the Wire. The Wire. The there Wire. you
0: go. <laughs> That's great. Like... <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't watched The Wire. <laughs> I keep saying, why. I don't know. I haven't watched The Wire completely out of spite because <laughs> people kept yelling at me like, why haven't you watched it? It's so good. It's amazing. All of these things. And every time I talk to somebody, they're like, have you watched The Wire yet? Yeah, no, it's on my list. They're like, what? And they're like, they talk to me like I'm a fucking psycho. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to be a psycho. Not going to watch it. That's what you get. You, okay. sh- you should
1: cut out the part where I uh, corrected you and just, like, keep calling it the wrong thing. <laughs>
0: the whole time, yes. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's just like, what the fuck is Wired? I don't know what Wired is. is not a magazine. Does that magazine even exist anymore? I don't it's think what
1: my- Wired magazine does exist anymore. I know it changed hands a couple times.
0: Yeah, but the whole idea of magazines is a very strange concept these days people are just like why would i want month old content that doesn't change automatically
1: Ooh. i miss magazines man <laughs> i actually looked recently t- to see like what is on magazine racks and it's all like time life um uh-huh. like biography magazine special editions from like things that happened like 30 years ago so yeah. it's like Beatlemania, mania and i'm like but that's like two of them have been (laughs) dead for 20 years
0: yeah you're just like are you are you sure this is what you want to put out yeah Uh, but I think I think it's turned into like um, a collector's mentality where it's like we are publishing one issue every six months and there's only a certain amount and if you have it you have it if you don't you don't but in 10 years it might be worth twice the price so instead of ten dollars gonna be worth twenty dollars oh my god you're gonna be rich yeah. you know it's gonna be it's one of those things
1: yeah oh yeah and they're all super expensive too yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah so that's where people get a lot of their money and a lot of things now it's not about it's not about you liking a thing or wanting a thing it's about like it's an investment Yeah. you know uh my mom's like that about my comic book collection she's like why do you have all these comics why don't you just get rid of it just throw it out and i'm like or, or she's like, oh, I guess you bought all this stuff for as an investment. I'm like, no, I bought them to read them. I've read like 90 percent of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I enjoyed them and I am a collector of things. So now I, I have them. Eh, I, guess yeah, if I, I need if to I'm, get rid of mine. You no, know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm very uh, weary to get rid of them, even though like some of them are worth some good coin these days and everything but i am very wary to get rid of them cuz i i like the stories i like going back to them and reading them and referencing stuff and whatever so mm-hmm.
1: yeah well my, mine might have been in my closet for the last 10 years in sealed boxes so <laughs> i should probably get rid of them like i just haven't looked at them yeah. in forever so i that's sort of that's sort of the basis i'm going on is just like i haven't looked at this in 10 years i should not have it anymore um, i live in a tiny apartment i can i don't have room for
0: room for all these things yeah well my mom might also be mad at me because they're in her closet in her place and every time (laughs) I go there I I open it make a mess and then put everything back away um so maybe that's why she's just like solid work I need my closet back thank you
1: (laughs) yeah that's fair I think I have a tv in my parents closet
0: yeah no like an
1: old cathode ray tube cathode ray tube tv
0: oh I was talking about one of those yesterday Cause I had um when I was younger, I used to have a, a really like a 1960s one in my room I had like a yellow case on the outside of like rabbit ears. It had like the it had like actual dials, not even buttons. It was dials mm-hmm, it was, like mm-hmm, turn mm-hmm. it and all that kind of stuff. Um and then we moved out of that house. My parents were just like, get rid of this. You're not using it. It gets three channels no matter what you do. You don't need this. We have cable. And I'm like, oh, fine, whatever and then recently i was like i wish i had it i don't know what i'd have to do with it but i wish i had it i don't know i have
1: an antenna the antenna is works like you get a surprising amount of channels for free
0: wow see i could save Mm -hmm. so much money Mm -hmm. um anyways back to kill bill sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) oh, right right. the movie
0: the movie (laughs) the thing we're supposed to talk about yeah uh The reason why, too, I'm trying to stay on topic with this one because there's so much to talk about in this movie. Yes, I've gone through
1: two of my notes. (laughs) So
0: far. (laughs) Uh, My my first note is this movie starts so darkly violent. And that is a hard thing to say about Tarantino movies because all his movies have an exceptional amount of violence in them. But, like, this one just starts with, like, a pregnant woman in black and white getting shot in the face and you're just like, holy shit, we're starting up here. Gotcha. Okay. Let's let's do this.
1: Yeah. I I was 15, um, who had <laughs> snuck into the movie, uh-huh. essentially. Like uh-huh. I paid, but uh, you know, lied um to to get in. Uh I was I was a little bit nervous about it because I don't think at this point I was like totally on board with gore yet. So I was a little bit like, ooh uh but uh but i i dug it pretty much immediately so i, I was i was on the okay with it i think after that point. but
0: had, had you like i know you said this is the first one you saw in the theater but had yeah. you watched previous tarantino movies
1: um well there was only three before this right i don't yeah. think i had seen jackie brown yet um i had seen reservoir dogs and pulp fiction and and okay. pulp fiction i didn't love
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: at the time uh the um the gimp a <laughs> a bit of a, a it gives a bit of an obstacle yes. uh, when you're a young teenager yeah. uh, mm-hmm. to kind of like wrap your head around. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're just you know, you're sitting there going like, "Wait, I'm sorry, what? What is yeah. what is what is what is happening over here? Huh? This is yeah, oh, Ooh. this is upsetting. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable right now. Yeah, speaking uh,
1: of uh, Buck, <laughs> oh Buck God. is everything with Buck is genuinely upsetting.
0: Yes. The whole, the whole scene, even though I deserve, he deserves his horrible death. His death is disturbing. His car is disturbing. It's just. The car's
1: still around. That's a real car. Like Tarantino has that, had that car in his driveway for years. I think if you went to Tarantino's house on Google earth, um, that was parked in his driveway.
0: (sighs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. So he's easy to find, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, if yeah. You, if you find that car, yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of what you get.
0: <laughs> uh you must admit d- these movies do have some very fine vehicles in them. Yeah. They really do. Mm-hmm. Um despite the uh pussy wagon, uh that's a really nice truck. Um there is the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Um there is uh there's also the car that the uh, what's her face? The friend of Oren Ishii, who speaks all the languages, who's on the phone all the time. Hello. Oh, Sophie. Bushy, Bushy. Sophie. Um her her car, though it was like a simple black vehicle, it was there was something very nice and sleek about it that I really liked. Um, it's, a, it's a, this
1: is a very sleek movie. Um, it is, which yeah. is which is another sort of because I feel like the second one is a lot shaggier, um, and that it's a lot like dustier. Uh, and a lot like uh, all the edges are still on in the second one, I feel like, where this one feels like very polished,
0: yes, I told maybe that's what the feeling is. Um, well, I think they both they kind of like mirror um, the bride's mentality, where the first one is she's she's already the she's had her training. All of this shit's happened to her and she's come back and she's like, I have a purpose. I know exactly what I'm doing. Uh, this is what's going to happen. And so it's very clean, right? Whereas the second movie, it's mostly flashbacks of what happened before until mm-hmm. she meets Bill. And then, you know, Bill, when she meets Bill, that's right now. That's This is mm-hmm. the thing that's happening. Um, and I think maybe that's why it's a little shaggy around the edges because they are just like, oh she's not you know who she is yet kind of yeah that yep. might be part of
1: it i mean i think that might be coming out of the grave is when she is who she is isn't that like the big transformational symbolism thing of of rebirth possibly um, yeah
0: i don't There's know some like- of that. i
1: think that's something i read about 18 years ago in like salon.com or something yeah, on like a think-
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: and they like had a whole thing about paula schultz yeah and i was like i'm 16
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're like these are just words to me thank you Mm. i hopefully will remember it and say them again on a podcast in a (laughs) bunch of years thank you
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, because i knew what that was um (laughs) and um but uh how do you feel about all the flashbacks the structure of these movies is pretty
0: insane yeah, he's, as per usual, which he's very good at, he plays with timelines a lot. Um, and he, like, as I said, the first movie, I think does it perfectly and seamlessly uh, in such a way that you're just like, this is amazing. Because mm-hmm. cause technically the first opening scene with like, Viv- like uh, the first killing she does with Vivica Fox and all that kind of stuff is secondary to the second half of the movie, right? Mm -hmm. Because after she kills Vivica, that's when you find out about Buck and how she's going to learn to get better. And then the first person goes after is Oren and she gets a flashback about Oren, which is Mm -hmm. in a beautiful anime style, I must admit. And then she goes to kill Oren, but the part that comes after is the Vivica part and that's already done. And then that's when you cut to the second movie. Um, and the the thing with the second movie is, like I said, the the pieces are a lot smaller and it comes across a little choppier because of it, mm-hmm. um, because they're like they're very like compact because she's she's still like already be in a flashback and flashbacks more. And you're just like, what is what are you doing? So then it's like hopping. It's, it's like Inception or something. You're just like, where mm-hmm. are you going with with this stuff? Um, and like you get it, but it's just not as as clean. Like no. like you're saying, like it's 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 jagged, you know, mm-hmm. around it. And yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: I was gonna say, I I kind of wonder how much of the time jumping happens as if it's one movie. Like, what mm-hmm. order do things go in? Because it's like having something released as two parts drastically changes the the structure of it. Right. So like mm. they each sort of have to work on their own uh, and they both do pretty much work on their own, I think. They do. Um, yeah. But um, I don't know how that would work because he like at some point it was one movie. I am mean, mm-hmm. I'm wondering what the order would be in that case because like it sort of feels a little bit um, like it's done in that way on purpose, like it that it's that it's structured this way to kind of get around the like halves.
0: To be honest, I think if like, not as like a well a, a world renowned editor or anything, but if I was putting these two movies together, like the, the second movie pretty much starts with a previously on blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, you know? Um, so they show the black and white shot, which is the same opening, a shorter version of the opening of the first movie. And then it's her in the car recounting what, already happened and she's like now i'm gonna kill bill you know like i mm-hmm. think those that those two sequences together that like 10 minutes automatically pull out just mm-hmm. get rid of it unnecessary um and then um uh, what's the scene that comes right after that is that when he's talking to to buck for the first time and he's like oh she deserves her revenge or whatever is that that part
1: bud not bud <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Very different but, character. Very different character. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, but I think from that point on, yeah, you can keep that second half the way it is. And I think it would yeah. work relatively fine.
1: I, I read something last night and I think okay. it was on like a Tarantino like fan forum. I got deep on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, the dorks. Uh, yeah. And I'm saying that. <laughs> um, and i i think that they said in the in the full one one movie version they took out the part where Bill uh, says that she know that her daughter's still alive
0: oh okay so that, that would that mean as a
1: as the audience we would not know until she walks in and finds her wouldn't that be i like i was kind of like oh that that would be much different of a movie
0: yeah that'd be like yeah, because that comes right at the end of the first film, right? Yeah.
1: It's like the cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the thing that's supposed to bring you back and be like, oh my God, mm-hmm. where's your daughter? You know? Right. Um, because yeah, you're that first half of that movie, you're like, her kid's dead. She's yeah. under the impression her kid's dead throughout the whole thing. Until, yeah,
1: until the very end. Yeah.
0: And if the audience is is that way as well, it would be, I think that's like a relatively gasp worthy moment yeah. in like a theater. Like you'd be like, Oh, she's sounds that's the oh. yes.
1: Yeah, that's so. very, very uh, soap opera-y as well Which is also fun mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Which I think, it, and it does a Zoom And, like, uh, music sting as well When she finds out, right?
0: Yes yeah. um, And I think in the, the the two-part version Where the audience is just like Like, I think when you see the daughter the first time You're more like, "Oh, she's so cute Yeah. Where, uh, and, like, the sting is more for Like, um you're gonna beep stage. out her
1: name until we do. Stop talk, talking about.
0: I'm sorry, the bride. You're gonna,
1: yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> the sorry, bride's
0: who? emotions. <laughs> um, it, it's sort of like to put you in her head. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like every time, like she's really angry or like she sees her enemy, she's like, Be-be-be-be. like it's that yeah. that sound comes out. It's like it's it's you putting into her mentality where Which I think
1: I, is Ironside. It's the song I, from the movie. I think it's the movie Ironside. I really tried hard to find out what that. I I looked for music stings so much, and it was really hard.
0: Well, the the, the biggest one I found was the was of course um, the Green Hornet theme, which was super easy. There's uh, multiple
1: I, Green Hornet references in this in
0: yes, the first movie. I love all of it. It's so good. Um, but yeah, like I think that would definitely be a uh, a huge difference but the problem is is like you can't do that in a movie that's already been released and everybody knows the daughter's alive because mm-hmm. it will you'll like oh well her daughter's there even though it's missing well mm-hmm. but if it's your first time seeing that movie and you don't know the daughter's alive you'd have been like what ah, or, you know. i mean i
1: i think i would be like well this seems like a trick
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like no that's just some other random kid he's had yeah, no season. he just like yeah. got a kid <laughs> he's just like oh to keep her from killing me immediately yeah come here child hang out i with mean me. it would work it would work to be honest mm-hmm. yes she would definitely be like oh i hope she does a blood test after that you know? i know she's like <laughs> i know she's like happy to be together and everything and the kids got her her hair color and stuff but yeah, give, it, give it a give it a shot you know, if Bill is that horrible of a person that you no. can get a, a swordsman to come out of retirement after pledging for 30 years, he would never make weapons of destruction again. Bill's got to be bad. So do do a little background check in and, you know, dot all your, got, your eyes. He's got to get God. He's got uh, to get Sorry, God. You don't
1: You don't get that reference because you haven't seen Wired.
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true. But I feel like somebody's actually said that to me before.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> that is a terrifying thing for a person to really say. <laughs> yeah.
0: I wonder. I may it's probably ironically, or or I like hope. this kind of reference, <laughs> like you're like, oh, he's gonna get got. You know, that uh, kind of okay. thing. Yeah, not yeah. like you're gonna get got.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: I no, nobody's coming at me about it. That's fine. <laughs> I'm great. Yeah. What can I say? Also humble. I have a board for it.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: so I, uh, that was Sunny Shiba, is Hatori Hanzo.
0: Yes, I did. Um,
1: he just died, which is very sad.
0: It was very sad. Yeah. I I love that sequence when she walks in and is talking to him. You know, oh, you have to get it deep. You know, Konnichiwa. I love yeah. it. It's so good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no the that the sequence in his restaurant before she like gives up her like persona that she that she knows what's I think is my favorite scene in the movie. It makes me laugh so much. It's yes. so much fun. He's so it's infinitely charming. Both it of is. them are, are so charming. Um, and Sunny Shiba is like mean to like his apprentice, and it's also hilarious.
0: Yeah. I love that he comes out. And he's like, I've been getting tea for thirty years. Why don't you get this? Tea? <laughs> It's so, it's so good, good. and she and she's there clearly understanding she's trying not to show she's laughing because they're not paying attention to her because they're like she doesn't get what's going on anyways uh mm-hmm. it's just so perfectly like like all of the shots are perfect like the back and forth who's talking how they talk the interaction it's just oh it's so great
1: yeah no i i cannot sing the praises of sunny sheba enough, enough.
0: yeah and I, one thing I really love about, it's so stupid, but when he writes A, I know he can't say Bill because he's so angry about it. But when he like writes Bill and he dots the I and he does like, it's like a little slant mm-hmm. on it. I'm like, that's so perfect. <laughs> How did you do it so perfectly? It was great. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yep. It's, uh, I'm sure it took many takes. <laughs>
0: <You're> like, <laughs> This is the 85 take. Can we yeah. get the little slanty thing down correct? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We're running right of these these panes of glass. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh,
1: something else I kind of wanted to bring up, um, mm-hmm. and this is my fourth note. <laughs> um, do you know the the Tarantino one universe theory
0: that everything takes place in the same universe?
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, so do you know what this is in that universe? So, this is supposed to be a movie inside the mo- inside the universe really so you know, you know in pulp fiction so mia wallace is um doing uh she's like had just done a pilot right yes and the pilot yeah. this is supposed to be that pilot in that theory no, that's
2: but
0: that like, that's the
1: movie based on this show it was like the fox force five or whatever yeah. and they all had like their own uh like special like yeah
0: and her um... thing was to tell a joke every episode and blah blah yeah, blah, yeah.
1: so this but is I... supposed to be like that version of that or whatever
0: that doesn't make yeah. any sense based on the description of what the Fox Force 5 was.
1: Or maybe this is the movie based on the show. <laughs> she she has her own thing going. Or maybe, maybe that's just what the Deadly Viper squad was and then they double-crossed her and now she has to go off on her own.
0: Maybe Maybe. or maybe this is the origin story of the Fox Force five. And they just changed a couple of things. They're like, let's just make it five really hot chicks. And one sells jokes all the time. We're good to go.
1: Yeah. Well, it's also. Uh, did you notice when um, they're talking? She's talking to Vivica A. Fox in the kitchen. It goes that would make us just about square, and she draws the square with her I fingers, which is that, what Mia yes. Wallace did in in Pulp Fiction.
0: Yes, but she did square with one finger, and yeah, Pulp Fiction is two. two fingers. So mm-hmm. I was just. Oh like, yeah,
1: completely different. Action. Very. Right.
0: <laughs> no, what that is? Mm. No. Worries this whole the theory thing.
1: falls apart based <laughs> on this two um, finger theory
0: completely okay we
1: call this the missing link
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes i caught that too Uh, surprisingly this was the first time i noticed it i was Mm -hmm. just like "Huh, she does the square i like i made i made Mm -hmm. note of that yes i did yeah uh yes (laughs) um let's see do i have any notes Oh, I have a what a song to start with, which is much earlier than what you're at.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the the Nancy Sinatra one.
0: Yeah, that is yeah. such a perfectly used song for oh. like, especially this movie. Um, and it's just like haunting but beautiful, and eh, it's great.
1: Yeah, no, um, it's fantastic.
0: Let's see, what's my third note? Oh, about as a note about the fight sequence with Rebecca really like Fox and stuff. Mm -hmm. I put this is one of the the first movies where the women were fighting things like when women were fighting things weren't held back right like there's blood there's bruising they've got cuts they're they're not like you know like women used to fight in movies and they'd punch each other and be like ah and their hair's still perfect and it like flops back and they're just like how dare you and then someone gets slapped and whatever (laughs) yeah usually they're
1: rather wayfish it's yeah. usually like the the death by a thousand cuts kind of thing, but but yeah. both the the fights between two women are uh, no actually there's so many mm-hmm. uh, the both the one with with Vivica Fox and the one with Daryl Hannah uh, L Driver are both yeah. just like dirty fights. They're like, so that's,
0: dirty, but so fantastic. Yeah. yeah,
1: but like that would be like I mean I don't want to say realistic because this movie <laughs> has like bowling pin sounds when someone goes through it table yes uh but yeah, goes through a table um <laughs> like it's a wrestling match um but it's uh, in that like yeah if two people were to fight to the death it would be disgusting to watch like what? it would and, and just like scratching and just hitting with anything you can grab and just awful mm-hmm.
0: yeah um, and like or getting I know... shot
1: with kaboom cereal <sighs> kaboom cereal. <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> um, but I, I love that fight sequence and it's true first of all everything in their world in any room where they're fighting is collapsible every single mm-hmm. thing uh, they touch anything and it just like bursts into a million pieces like it, it does like the Michael Bay thing where everything blows up Like every, <laughs> this is like everything just falls apart You're like you touch mm-hmm. it you're like it's in splinters it's over you know glass shattering everything's falling over it's, it's mm-hmm. great it's mm-hmm. great um but yeah I just I just love those sequences like um like a more recent movie that did that was um Atomic Blonde um yeah,
1: that's one of the dirtiest fights I've ever seen it's also like 20 minutes long
0: yes oh my god <laughs> but also afterwards they show the after effects they're like she is bruised she is battered she is just like holy fuck I gotta do this tomorrow like it's just, yeah, and then at the end she's so, just tired. She's just <laughs> tired, and you're like
1: they're, they're both so tired at the end of it. It's so fun, like I, I think that's such a great touch. Yeah. You never see like people be like,
2: oh, <gasps>
0: <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because usually like you know you're you're watching some action flick. They've been fighting for an hour. People hanging from helicopters. They did rolls down the hills. You know they fought thirty five people and they get up and they're like, <gasps> we still got a mission to do. And they walk off into the sunset. And you're just like, what the fuck? How are you, you don't want to take a nap? Like, what is, oh, you know, what is yeah. going on? Yeah. They were
1: pretty tired by the end of They Live, right? At the end of that fight. <laughs> the, yeah. the, like 25 minute They Live fight. Yes. They're both pretty tired at the end they're, of that, I hope. They're,
0: they're pretty tired, yes. I
1: think that's just the actors doing it in one go. Just being like, oh. They're both like professional wrestlers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh yes, uh, <laughs> but yes, fighting in this smooth. Movie, these movies are great. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: and it's my... uh,
1: it's Yen Wo Ping is the is the, I'm, I'm I'm going to mispronounce every uh, Asian name. Uh, I apologize <laughs> to everyone who's listening. Uh, Yuan Wo Ping is how I would pronounce it as an Anglophone.
2: Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> he's the he's like a big he's a big deal. Uh, yes. He had just in all three Matrix movies right mm-hmm. before this. Um, so he was and and he did like a whole bunch of like Hong Kong action movies and stuff.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that was the same Matrix guy. I wonder if he's coming back for Matrix Four. If we're thinking I don't else.
1: know, it's it's I uh, t- Matrix Four, remember the first
0: one? It's kind of what it seems like it's gonna be. Yep. <laughs> um also, like, based on the trailer for it, it actually kind of seems like the theory that other people have about it, where we are living in the Matrix, and they made a Matrix movie to make us think that people who think we're in the Matrix, is crazy. So I think that's what this movie is. To be well, honest. the Fox
1: Force 5 shows up in the original, right? So that would mean that we're in... <laughs>
0: Oh, maybe we are oh. the major. <laughs> oh. What? What have you done? <laughs> They're on to us. It's it's fine. We're we're fine. One day we'll just disappear and people are just like I have a vague memory. Oh, never mind. It's fine.
1: <laughs> there don't worry, there's 14 hours of Kill Bill podcast to, to record <laughs> that exactly. we have res record.
0: <laughs> no. Oh my god. If I put up our episodes unedited, actually, tell you the truth. I don't even edit our episodes that much like oh, not that much ends up getting cut out surprisingly yeah we've talked a lot about yep. oh my god we have. But, um,
1: but there's <laughs> always more
0: to say somehow I'm oh, always my god. surprised
1: when you don't edit them down <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what well, how I can't listen to me talk for three hours how did how did she expect anybody else to <laughs>
0: surprisingly a lot of people listen to it
1: or i just listen to them over and over again
0: is that what it is you just put it on in the background and just walk Mm -hmm. around and be like i am amazing i'm hilarious (laughs) i'm so good at this
1: Ooh, yes. I would have said the same joke. Good job, me.
0: <laughs> the worst is when I'm editing episodes and I'm sitting there and I'm just like going on. I'm just like, how could you? And then me in the episode is like, how could you? And I'm like, I'm so good. It's, it's the worst.
1: We're at I least consistent.
0: At least consi- yes. I, yeah. I actually don't understand how people listen to me talk about movies all the time. But to be honest, this started because people kept asking me about movies. So there you go.
1: So now you just be like, listen to the show.
0: I did an episode here. Oh, go no away. Or I'd be like, oh, that's coming up in two years. Just give me a minute.
1: <laughs> oh, that's that one starts with T. Oh. Yes.
0: Oh, oh, make it there. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. Can't. Wait How many we Tarantino's get-
1: do you have left?
0: Um, I have Reservoir Dogs. I have Pulp Fiction, and I think that's it. Two more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm kind of
1: wondering what your cutoff is because, like, there would have been a time where you stopped buying DVDs,
2: right? Yes.
0: I believe my cutoff was like 2010
2: Okay. Okay. Because um, I've,
1: got, I've got Once Upon a Time. So I've yeah. got that on my shelf. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't have Django and I don't have Hateful Eight.
0: Yeah, no, I don't have any of those. No. no. Yeah, I have a problem with Django. I didn't mind Hateful Eight. I like Kate like Fuller. Yeah.
1: yeah, Once Upon a Time is, is probably the, the best of those three. Uh, Django made me uncomfortable um, just because I, think... I just wasn't comfortable with that kind of violence.
0: Okay. It was, I, it was th- too brutal it, for me. I think it was meant to be it was. Uh, that way. Um, I find with his, quote-unquote, alternative history uh, movies, surprisingly have been more violent than anything he's done before you know and with each one it's kind of like escalating to a certain level because even with once upon a time that last sequence when he kills them is abruptly disturbing and visually like huh, like it's a lot yeah. surprisingly yeah
1: yeah no that one i didn't have a problem with <laughs> i messed up i guess
0: uh, just a little. I mean, I can't
1: disagree with what you just said, but I also laugh my ass off in it.
0: Yeah, I don't know that getting that can in the face for some reason. <laughs> like, like I was expecting. I forgot it. about the can in the face. Like, I was kind of expecting it, but at the same time, when it happened, I was just like, holy shit, you know? Like, it was, you expect that (laughs) level from Tarantino, but at the same time, I don't know. And I think because this movie was just, like, a a buildup of tension, like, the whole movie. (laughs) And then, but there was no continuous violence throughout it compared to the other movies. So, when the violence did happen, it was just like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, no, it made me (gasps) laugh so hard. (laughs) um i thought that was so funny well because it's there's no violence at all like it's not even just like there's little bits sprinkled here and there There there's none it is a hangout movie with bros like you're broing out for like two hours it's a long movie
0: it is then it goes the guys that
1: killed sharon tate were making too much noise (laughs) so Leonardo dicaprio drunkenly goes out to yell at them (laughs) Holding a picture of margaritas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. What follows then is incredibly violent. <laughs>
0: God, so violent. Like, so like, violent. Yeah. For no reason
1: other than it being crazy violent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And, like... That's a hilarious joke to me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, when it was over, I was just like, holy shit, that was, oh, that was so good. That was hilarious. But at the time, I was just like, the fuck, man? Well, these
1: are bad people. I mean, they are, they are, they are bad. Like, if you, if you read up on, like, the actual Sharon Tate murders, it's, Mm -hmm. it's pretty rough. I sent my parents to see that movie. To oh. see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They both loved it.
0: Yeah. no, yeah. My, my, I mean, my, But also,
1: my mom was 19 in Southern California um, when time, that happened.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So it would it would have had that kind of catharsis. And that's sort of what his yeah. alternative history movies are trying to go for, I yeah. think.
0: Yeah. No, no, like, I don't have, like, a soft spot. Like, they should have been easier on them or anything. Like, fuck <laughs> those people. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They can go fuck themselves.
1: Squeaky. Uh, you know, you, you really want to, you don't want to. You don't want to defend Squeaky?
0: No, I really don't.
1: I really wish I remembered more of their names. They're so stupid. Yeah. Oh, they're such dumb names.
0: But I love the fact that beforehand they were having a problem with their car and they forgot their keys and they were running back and forth. And I was just like, what the fuck is... What? How did these people manage to kill somebody when they're this fucking stupid? And then, yeah, they got themselves killed or whatever. Well, that's Uh, sort
1: of like his brilliant... Like, that's what I love about these... Um, the alternative history movies it, it, like *Inglorious* and Once Upon a Time probably more than, than Django that mm-hmm. he is he is working very hard not only to kill the bad guys but also to completely discredit the arguments that they're making.
0: Yes, yeah. So
1: like it's not only that the, the hippies are bad people, it's that they're stupid yeah. and like the thing that they're going for is completely useless and dumb so like um when when Brad Pitt after he gets he gets stabbed in that fight and he he's telling the paramedic what tech said and he said I don't know he said like I'm the devil and I'm here to do devil shit and that's really what that guy said Uh that is a real quote and the way that the movie goes is I don't know something like that that's not verbatim don't whatever just some stupid shit like (laughs)
0: just get rid of it we don't need this yeah. anymore not
1: only yeah. did he brutally murder this person but he then undercut his philosophy after the fact
0: <laughs> which he deserves
1: it's fun. yeah 100% which is what makes it really funny to me um yeah. I, I there's a movie called 13 assassins which mm-hmm. has like it's it's an ama- it's an awesome samurai movie from maybe about 10 years ago it's also super violent but oh, okay. at the end the bad guy's head goes into a toilet <laughs> so, <laughs> okay yeah yeah which is yeah exactly it's sort of like it's not enough to, and it, you really hate the guy too like it really builds up as like this dude's a real piece of shit
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and so it's like it's like i said it's not only enough to kill him you have to humiliate them as well yeah. and that's what makes me giggle
0: yeah yeah when there are horrible people in the world you don't want to give them credit you don't want to give yeah. them their you want to give them their dues like that's what you mm-hmm. want you're like you want to be a piece of shit here be a piece of shit that goes in the toilet
1: yeah Not it's shit, that the world know? is better without you yeah that's i mean that is the that's what you're putting the exclamation point on it's like oh if i removed you from history the world is better
0: yes and it's true yeah well, it's fine yeah but this
1: movie doesn't really do that although it does jump no. around in time in a crazy crazy way crazy
0: crazy fashion um
1: did you notice that it was the same sheriff as from
0: grindhouse i did with the sun actually
1: Uh Sun number one
0: one thing that fucking blew my mind okay in the second movie esteban we're just talking to esteban Mm -hmm. he's a creepy old dirty man who is surprisingly charming you know Mm -hmm because he is a susceptible to flattery. Uh, yeah. I love I love that I love that line so much in that movie. Mm. But everything he says is you're just like I like you but I feel like you're going to hurt me. You yeah. know. And it, it, that's uh, that's what the character is supposed to be. Like he's supposed to be that way. Yep. And for the longest time, I'm like, who the fuck is, who is playing this character? Mm-hmm. And I'm like scrolling through IMDb, I'm scrolling through IMDb and I'm just like, what the fuck? And then finally I'm sitting there staring at the credits at the end of the movie. I'm like, excuse me, mm-hmm. it's played by the sh- sheriff. Yep. What? Mm-hmm. I would not in a million years would I thought that would, have was the same person. Cause I don't know what they do to his face. I don't know how he came up with that accent that is not a caricature. It's just like, it's just perfectly done. And he's Mm -hmm. just, his presence is like completely different as well.
1: Yeah, Michael Parks is great.
0: He's fantastic. I just, I lost, I looked back and forth like eight times and I was like, Oh, on IMDb at the top where his name is, it says slash Esteban, and I just ignored that yeah. because I was like, it can't be that guy. That's impossible.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't want to look too closely into what they did to change some of his physical characteristics mm-hmm. um, <laughs> for you know brown face possibility. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no, he's he's he does a very good job in both. Um, I actually have a line that he said which. Um, just continue my um, I laugh at inappropriate moments um, when he was saying, um, when he was talking to the bride about Bill shooting her in the head, um, he goes, I would have been nicer. I would have just cut your face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then that, poor, Which, yeah. But then that poor girl who comes and kind of looks like her yeah. whose face is clearly cut and is drooling because she can't close yeah. her mouth. And you're just like, oh, no wonder you make me feel sick. It's not just her description at the beginning. It's yeah. everything. Yeah,
1: It's kind of a, that's something that Tarantino kind of does in a couple of his movies where like, you'll laugh at something horrible because that is a joke. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done that. I would have just cut your face as if that somehow like, oh, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Um, And then, so we laugh at that because it's ridiculous. Um, And then it, puts an exclamation point on it with like oh no he really does that he's a bad guy like yeah. remember oh you should you should feel bad for laughing at that a minute ago yeah um <laughs> which is a neat thing I I mean like I, <laughs> I I I really love like how quick it was and it's and it's obviously on purpose like or yeah. else it wouldn't be in there uh, that would have cut out completely easily if they didn't want to have that effect
0: exactly yeah and yep. it's just played so it's like I said it's played perfectly Just like the tone of the scene, the quietness, because they didn't have any music or sound really. It was just kind of like ambient. And it's just them talking and the people around them. And you're just like, where is this going? Is he going to give her information? And pretty quickly, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll give it to you. But, you know, this is why I'm going to give it to you. And then he talks a little bit and whatever. And you're just like, holy fuck. How like... He like Tarantino does this in a couple movies. Like, it's like best known is in um in uh, Inglorious Bastards at the beginning. Like, how do you make a scene where somebody is just talking, just mm-hmm. sitting there having a conversation, seems so intense and so creepy and so like, oh my god, like you know, like yeah. how do you get that feeling, you know? Yeah, there's a couple. Like,
1: there's a couple of those scenes in Inglorious. Like both the opening scene with uh, Hans—that's uh, his name, right? Uh, oh, yeah. The the Nazi um, at the at the beginning um, with the the milk farmer, and then the one in the bar, the tavern uh, oh, build up yes. as well. They're both like f- half hour, forty minutes long, and nothing is happening, but the tension builds up in these scenes without you noticing so slowly.
2: Mm-hmm. But by the
1: end, you really need a release, yes. and then it provides that. Yeah. Uh, for better or for worse, obviously.
2: Mm -hmm. um
1: but uh but yeah no it's that that movie is a is an exercise in tension building and it's it's pretty fantastic
0: yeah and I I like the fact that he kind of uh tests that in in the this movie essentially because like there are definitely scenes in like the previous movies that have tension and all that kind of stuff but they're not built in the same way if you know what I Mm -hmm. mean uh, whereas like he tests it here and then brings it back later in Inglorious, and he like really uses it in Glorious. And then in mm-hmm. um uh the the Hateful Eight, there's a couple of scenes yeah. where he uses it in there as well, and and Django kind of does it and we're we're both on the fence about that movie um, yeah
1: well there's the dinner so. scene the dinner yeah. scene with is good i mean that like yeah. the pure the pure dialogue scene where it builds up like that mm-hmm. is that is a really good scene with and dicaprio does a good job at being horrible yes.
0: um, yeah um yeah
1: i mean yeah, I don't
0: yeah. yeah there's a couple of stories about him stopping that scene a couple of times because he's like i can't say these words <laughs> like he's just like this is fucking hard and yeah. i think i think it was um sam jackson who's just like i just that's just my everyday. That's what people say, and you're just like, eh, okay, yeah, <laughs> you know, which I is mean, which is brutal in, in so many different ways. But uh, it, it, you know, it, it helped DiCaprio get through it, not because he now enjoyed saying the word, but more because like he got a pass. Still, he, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's more like, uh, it's it's more like he is bringing, uh, to the front, like what people went yeah. through i suppose
1: yeah and it's, it's, and it's oh. his use of his use of the language in that one is, is more justified than in other movies because that's what the movie is about
2: yes um, yeah so, so. I,
1: I i get that and and i, I read some stuff about like criticism of tarantino in general and we've made jokes about it if mm-hmm. not serious points about um how he uses the n-word quite liberally um yeah. in, a, in a few things especially pulp fiction is probably the most glaring one yep. um and um but uh yeah no he's had to like uh, spike lee was was a big like criticized his use of that i think probably from pulp fiction and jackie brown um, yeah,
0: because you had a you have a white a bunch of white dudes saying it, and yep. a bunch of black people saying it. And there, yep. There's there's automatically a problem there, and uh, you're gonna get people who get the wrong message from it. Yeah, who are gonna? I be mean, one like, of
1: them was about to take someone in the basement to rape them, so I'm not exactly <laughs> like okay, <laughs> like it's no, sort it's of like, like <laughs> uh oh, oh, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like maybe so it's like at least that guy's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's um, a bad dude. But, you know, like the dude just talking about the car in his garage. And yep. you're just like, was that, was that necessary? I mean, I know it's a high tension moment. There's a dead man in and you don't want your wife to leave you and everything. But can we yeah. use different words? Can yeah, you- no,
1: that one is what I I, I would have trouble to kind of like parse as to why that is is like that. And it is mm-hmm. Tarantino playing it as well, which is makes it doubly like difficult to kind of like justify or defend. But I mean, I, I don't... Uh, which i'm not gonna do
0: yeah there you go we're not (laughs) we're not doing it uh use different language every once in a while it it Mm. helps like i know it's it's part of your shtick now but also eh, you can change that's that's i don't think there's any
1: in kill bill is there
0: um no because there's only two black characters Mm -hmm. uh one is vivica fox who dies Mm i mean at the beginning she says bitch a lot but it's okay Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is the old uh piano player who mm-hmm. whose face you never see uh who's clearly played the Sam Jackson because his voice is unmistakable yeah, um and he doesn't say it because he's in church mm-hmm. and uh yeah, and then he dies quickly. that's it.
1: yep, well, I think they use the uh, another non-modern parlance uh a oh. couple times
0: oh are oh oh are we not allowed to say that other well colored is it colored or they say negro?
1: I think they say colored
0: colored okay yeah he
1: said the colored the night the, the old colored fellow that plays the organ
0: <laughs> um uh, yes yeah
1: yes. Well, uh, so i think I that's mean, the closest uh and, and i been, apologize for 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 quoting um, uh, they're but, in uh, they're
0: in texas um and they're trying to be pc about it so that's the closest yeah, we're gonna get
1: i'll i'll give him i'll give tarantino for it because that one at one point was okay
0: yes Uh, (laughs) that one was
1: was a preferred nomenclature at in a at a point in time
0: uh i yes that that is true because uh the term a person of color i have tried to shorten every once in a while and said colored and i'm like no that's wrong yep a person of color uh (laughs) but yes like every time every time I hear that term I feel like you know like a little kid came up to somebody and was like crayons like oh you're this color now (laughs) like what no what that's not that's not how it works thank you (laughs) yeah
1: uh so I mean that's a relief I guess for this one um that there aren't any 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 racial slurs um that aren't the, like extreme racial surge, I guess I should say. Yeah, it, it, um, it this
0: movie felt like he picked a race to be in the movie and then ignored other races, so it was white and east asian, yeah, Japanese slash Chinese slash whatever. Lots of uh, C
1: words. I noticed a lot of C words in this one.
0: Well, because it's on this women. watch, it's women talking to women, so that's the that's the insulting thing that you get to say,
1: right? Okay, fair enough.
0: I think Tar- like Tarantino likes to pick the harshest words he can use possible that Mm -hmm. will be not necessarily just shocking but will be like you know get like a a reaction he wants the reaction so he's going to be like what is the worst word that you can call a woman or can be called by women c word there it is yeah because he will see you next tuesday Mm -hmm.
1: yeah well i mean to be fair like they did just like put a like, <laughs> just like stabbed each other. Like it's yes. it's sort of just like yeah. I mean at this point call each other whatever you want. I guess yeah. Does yeah, it? you're
0: just like you're, you're murdering people. It yeah, is,
1: you pulled what's... an eye out of somebody a minute ago. I don't care what <laughs> someone. Calls
0: you. Oh my god, Elle, when she is just losing her fucking shit. Yeah. In that camper after that's she
1: another that's eyes, another is, like that's a dark laugh,
0: right? Like that's that is oh. I laugh at that scene so much, but then I sit there thinking about the consequences of that. And you're just like, holy fuck, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. No, I think I, I think it's canon that the snake kills her. Right? Because, like, it shows the snake still, like, running around as In the bride's there. leaving.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I think it's supposed to be implied that the snake gets her.
0: Because really- she's just, like,
1: writhing around.
0: But I think after a minute like I think the snake would stay away from her until she stops writhing and then right. it would go after her after that for sure. But also yeah. there's a there's a good chance she might, you know, bleed out or get an infection because that place is dirty. Uh, <laughs> also there's lots of debris, so like dust is getting in there. There also.
1: is not, it is not debris. Those are all porto <laughs> just porn. there's so many it was i i was really kind of surprised by it i was watching on my big tv yeah i had the blu-ray it was all like super high quality and i was like man there's just a ton of porno mags in there (laughs) like like as if it's like a video game and you like break the crate and like prizes come out yeah (laughs) it's
0: like porn it's
1: just all porno mags like they burst through the wall into the bathroom and the debris on the floor is porno mag
0: still (laughs) well i thought i i assumed because it was the bathroom he had like a stack in there that's that's what i thought it was and they knocked over the stack
1: yeah mm. no but he also like he died on them as well in the kitchen did he really yeah like when he was writhing around on the ground after being bitten yeah another yeah, porno makes like around him then oh as well God. i did not notice that yeah <laughs>
0: So she's I just like the set right.
1: dresser the set dresser there is just like hmm, needs more loose porno mags.
0: <laughs> can, can we get another crate of big jugs? <laughs> can we do this? Thanks.
1: <laughs> I hope they don't phrase it that way but <laughs>
0: <laughs> who knows who they knows? come in crates yeah you're so just that's like, how
1: the jugs are you're,
0: you're putting together the final expense report for the film and you're just like six thousand dollars porn room decoration <laughs> <I'm> like what?
1: <laughs> Tarantino requires more issues of screw magazine.
0: <laughs> Just yeah, there's so much yep. so much to unpack. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um,
1: you touched on uh, I wrote some notes down about the anime sequence.
0: Oh, yes. Um, which yeah. is fantastic and It's a good sequence.
1: I I think everything. that that's another one that they're using to kind of get around the nc-17 yeah in um, well, that like was... it was done well ahead of time uh yeah. but they, i think that if i think they were kind of like if we film this we would automatically get an nc-17 yeah
0: because a child would be involved also which would be yeah really good. um
1: that wasn't yeah was, um yeah. but also like uh i dug i i wrote down that i liked the um when she kills the the boss um oh. That the silhouette of blood, like the blood silhouette, I thought that was cool. Like that the spray her- and then like it has her arms up
2: mm-hmm. like as
1: if it was just like flashed against the, like a silhouette of the scene. Of the yes. I thought that was fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, crazy, but fun.
0: Uh, um, I, surprisingly, the scene that I like the most is probably one of the grossest parts of it, but after she kills him and the bodyguards run in and you see yeah. her like basking in Mm -hmm. covered in blood and she's just like she's not even looking at them she's like I'm enjoying this moment and she's like just turns her eyes to be like oh god people are here and there's just something about how they structured that cutting together Mm -hmm. that's just like oh that's I mean it's disturbing but it's still art like yeah
1: yeah Yeah. no it's I think that's all hand drawn animation as well Um, Mm -hmm. I think it, it, it he got real uh real involved in stuff. I think he was I think I read that he acted out some of the movements for the artists at oh, the okay. at the at the place. I think it's the same studio that did uh Ghost in the Shell, I think.
0: Oh, okay. I, I believe cool.
1: that that is that is the case.
0: But like um, did didn't Riza do like the music and stuff for that yes. sequence
1: and thing? Yeah. Well, the Riza did um a, like he did the music for the movie. Like all the incidental oh. stuff is him.
0: Oh, for some reason, I thought it was just like that sequence he did the stuff for. I don't know. I don't okay.
1: think so. Um, yeah. a- as you know, he is a big uh, martial arts movie fan. He did yes. the the what's the one with the the man with the iron fist. That
0: movie was really what is it bad. called?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. It says,
0: it's something like that. I yeah, it what, was, yeah, like iron I really Gauntlets. wanted. I really wanted to give it a shot because he's been really into this stuff for like so many years and he's like it's just like a really great homage to the genre blah 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 and you're like no it's not (laughs) well i
1: have i have another fun fact alert okay (laughs) uh so uh speaking of dual roles Mm because michael parks plays two roles did you notice that gordon Liu is also plays two roles
0: uh i look i did look it up yeah. He, yeah. Because he's the guy. Is he the guy who's the head of the crazy? Yeah. AD? So he's
1: Johnny Moe. Yeah. The guy in the Kato mask, which is uh whoop, whoop, whoop. Another uh Green, Green Hornet, Hornet reference. Hornet.
0: Yeah. And then um, he, he plays the the master. And he
1: plays Pai Mei. Yeah. Pai
0: Mei. Yes. Yeah. I did look that up because, again, I was looking up like, who the fuck plays this guy? And I was like, that's Johnny Moe. Like, it was, yeah. Yeah. Something. And did you <laughs>
1: did you look up what other movies Gordon Liu has been in? So he was also in um, the the thirty sixth chamber, which is the Wu Tang album name. That's where they got the name Seriously? for the Wu Tang album. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's probably why they, he got the job. He's just like you. Yeah, you need to be yeah. this. Yeah, he
1: goes like, yeah. No, Gordon losing this. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's a, that's a fun, that's a fun, like, run around in run terms around. of, uh, yeah.
0: But I love the fact, too, that that's, like, a deep reference to, like, on several levels as mm-hmm. well, you know, from, like, uh, RZA to, like, film reference to TV show reference to outfit reference. It's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Because if people don't it's know. A, it's a cinema turducken. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if people don't know, Bruce Lee was Kato in The Green Hornet. Mm-hmm. So there's, the, and you know, and her outfits in those sequences are a reference to Bruce Lee in the movie that Josh previously mentioned that I can't. And
1: remember. he was in, um, and and yes, <laughs> and then uh, he was fictionalized, uh, Bruce Lee was fictionalized in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood playing Cato. Uh, that yes. was on the set of The Green Hornet.
0: Yeah, see, it's all coming back around. It one
1: is. universe, baby.
0: Yeah. I love. I do love when this movie came out too. People were just like, "Oh, the bride's outfit is a de- exact replica of the outfit Bruce Lee wore in the movie." And then everybody's like, "No, it's not. Hers is a two piece. His was a one piece. Plus, the cuffs on the bottom are this way. The cuffs on hers are this way." Blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, "You guys need to calm down. It's it's yeah. yellow with black stripes. Like, just yeah. fucking relax."
2: Yeah, just his zipper was on the
1: back.
0: Yeah. duh. <laughs>
1: And hers is on the front. What kind of dumb shit is that?
0: Oh, get it all wrong. What's wrong? I I,
1: I remember reading somebody criticizing her sword use.
0: Really? Because
1: samurai swords you use two hands, not one. <laughs> and I went, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with your life?"
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and hey, then I
1: said the- that to myself. That was in yeah. the mirror. <laughs> and I, then I turned off the computer.
0: <laughs> You're just like I've I've read too far. Yep. We're gonna go. Thank you mm-hmm. very much. Um, yeah, I I wasn't picking up on that. I was just like, hey, she's cutting off people's legs. Woo-hoo. You know, it's mm-hmm. a good time. What can I say? Uh, um, I do I do love like that whole crazy 80, crazy eighty eight sequence from
2: mm-hmm.
0: the moment they're walking in and the music's playing and they're like all slow motion and uh, Charlie Brown is is there. Oh shit! I need to not do that. I know I'm making reference (laughs) to the movie, but I need to not do that. I apologize. Um, But when
1: yeah, I I worked really hard not to do an Esteban impression, even though it is a white person doing an impression of a person from Latin America. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I I already did the the Sunny Chiva. yeah. yeah
0: no i gotta mm.
1: his is his is really fun though like i know and i and i i, I don't i know we're not making fun of him at all yeah. um and but it is he is such a fun voice and it's oh. such a great voice um that it would be really it, it's an impression that is fun to do but i'm going it to is. restrain from not doing, <laughs> from
0: doing it i will also try to refrain uh from future Yes, accents no. that I will but do badly.
1: Yes. I, I am such a fan. Um, <laughs> and I found this in my sock drawer last night because I looked for it.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Um,
1: I bought this on eBay and it must have been 2003. Mm-hmm. It is a Kill Bill Zippo.
0: Oh my God. <laughs>
1: with the Hattori Hanzo.
0: Stamp like, on it. That's Like amazing. stamp on it.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's super cheap. It is obviously printed. Yeah. Um, and like, but it's it's fun though. I don't even smoke. It's
2: fun so, to like, have.
1: Yeah.
0: thing
2: you
1: did it you know. yeah so i was a giant dork yeah um, you're gonna have to like, send me a picture of that
0: because people are not gonna okay, believe okay. It, i'll, so I'll, I'll, I'll take point. a
1: picture right now <laughs> and uh, i'll email that to you uh when we're done
0: yay yeah. uh see so we'll have proof that he really is this much of a dork guys it's very exciting <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> <As> it, yeah <laughs>
0: I actually don't think no i do have kill bill memorabilia but it's not here i do have a mini replica of the her hatari hanzo sword um it's oh i'm like, very jealous it's only like three inches or whatever and it mm. came in like this like little box and whatever and you just pull it, and it comes with like a little stand and put it on there
1: i wrote this down as a note because i wanted to remember it is yeah. I don't know how much money I would pay for like a a kitchen knife set that said it was Hattori Hanzo. uh, (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. I think I would pay hundreds
1: of dollars,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but basic like proper chef knives, like one knife is hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I know. You're not I would pay more set. than that. Oh well, yeah, it's true.
2: <laughs>
1: well, and Japanese ones are even more expensive. The, the Japanese, Japanese steel is a real thing. Like yeah. that is definitely something that people uh, strive for. Now beyond this movie fetishizing everything,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, Japanese knives are, are different than, than Western knives and uh, more sought after in, yes. a little, in a lot of cases.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you a really stupid story. So <laughs> when I went to Japan, uh, this is, this was a while ago. Um, I was like, oh, when I'm coming back, I'm going to do something super awesome for my brother. I'm going to buy him like a sword or a katana or something and bring it back for him. and be like, here you go. Then I looked up the price of a sword slash katana and I was just like, ha no, that's well, no, they're they're thousands of dollars. Like, yeah. a price, no." and because I was just like, oh, maybe it'd be like, like, I know this sounds high. It was like, oh, five hundred, six hundred dollars. Mm, no, we are. Multiplying by that by ten or more, um and so then I was like, okay, because they've got like they've got a lot of like souvenir shops or like or mm-hmm. or like decorative shops that have like replica swords and stuff for like you know you put in like whatever. So I bought him one. It was still a pretty hefty amount of money, with, like a hundred and something bucks. But I brought it back from, and the, like he loved it. And the first thing he did was like whack a door handle with it and bend it. And I was just like, <laughs> seriously. I told you it wasn't a real sword. It's not going to cut anything. <laughs> but he still has it. As long as it's in the scabbard. Yeah. It's very pretty. Just don't look at the blade, quote unquote, or anything. It's fine.
1: Like I, I would I would be like, well, how much does it have to be worth to be that I wouldn't feel like I'm like the bad guy from Boogie Nights? <laughs> or like the guy that has a sword and like a shark or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like... <laughs> You know, like how much do I have to put? Like how many thousands of dollars do I have to invest in this to not feel like some like guy that owns like a limo with a um, a hot tub in it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's bad to own a limo with a hot tub in it.
1: What are you talking
0: about? That's just crazy. I mean,
1: if you're like a dude that loves cocaine, no. it's
0: true or or if you're in vegas if you're in vegas yeah yeah
1: exactly oh yeah how how much money do i have to feel like like i'm not a person that lives in las vegas
0: um a lot less than you think Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. or like a
1: guy that loves las vegas
0: oh that's a lot of money (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly you have to have like a lot of like gold gilding of things (laughs) you know no it's
1: it's like one step down from trump like it's sort of like trump's got all the like gold shit and, like, uh-huh. a gold toilet on loan from the, like, the, what is it? The, the, the MOBA or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just a stupid funny story for me. Um, <laughs> Do you know that story?
0: Um, I know he has a gold toilet. I didn't realize it was on loan. It was somewhere.
1: So he wanted some art piece from, like, the Contemporary Art Gallery in New York. Yeah. And this was at, while he was president. And they were like, no, but you can have this gold toilet.
0: No, but he had a gold toilet before he was president. Did he? Yeah. No, they,
1: they offered him the the solid gold toilet. That was that that was the story in like 2017 or something. Okay. But it was because he is the gold toilet of people.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I uh, mean it's a,
1: it's a real good like mm, good joke.
0: Yeah.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> mm, was good. Yes.
0: It's a good one. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, oh sword God. guy is like guy that's like trying to do that. Trying to get gold toilet status.
0: I mean, like, if you have, like, a a nicely decorated room and you've got, like, this piece that's lovely, that's fine. But if you've got, like, a a sword room, I would be worried.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, how into this are you?
0: Mm -hmm. Like, that's sort
1: of, like, the question, right? It's like, oh, do you wear, like, karate pants all the time, too?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But they're so comfortable. Yeah.
1: And if my enemies come, they will know.
0: Uh, (laughs) that's the guy who gets shot automatically for his 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 sword you know he's like you have come to take my things I should get (laughs) my sword bang you're like what
1: the that scene in Indiana Jones is still my favorite Uh, I think it might be my favorite moment (laughs) on all of cinema
0: yeah, I mean, I still think it's hilarious where he's just like, "Look, I'm really tired," but also the scene doesn't make any sense. He has a gun; that guy has a sword. Why didn't yeah. he just shoot him? It
1: and was this... that he had diarrhea, right? That was why. <laughs>
0: was that what it was?
1: <laughs> it I... was that he had food poisoning and had to leave. So he's <laughs> like, what if I just shot him? Be
0: fine. And apparently, the stunt guy was like practicing this whole sequence <laughs> for days and was like set. And he's like, he's like, what? And he does like two swings of the sword he gets shot you're just like i mean it makes sense but still like oh i feel sorry for that guy
1: one of my favorite moments at all of cinema
0: uh it's (laughs) so good but it makes so much sense yeah it's a perfect
1: it's a perfect joke
0: it is it It has a setup
1: and a punchline it's great
0: (laughs) uh yes
1: um Kill both. Yeah. kill both. Um I think the next thing that I have that's anywhere near where we're talking if we're talking in any order is uh, the guy what I, I there's two guys in the Oren uh sequences that I love. Mm. Um one is in the anime sequence. Um she kills the guy in the limo. Oh, yes. So that guy is so funny to me because it's so quick, but he is sitting in the back of a limo in full like formal navy costume. Mhm uh-huh and he's surrounded by two women mm-hmm. um which are all like giggling and laughing and they're both wearing sashes as if they both just came from like a beauty pageant <laughs> or something yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: <laughs> and they're all having a great time you know yeah
1: it's just such a funny cartoon image uh and the other one was when she was in the like crime boss meeting mm-hmm. uh she kills she she chops the one uh, the the guy that she kills uh when he's like going on and it's all outrageous everything he's saying somebody pulls out a fan and just starts like fanning himself furiously
0: oh yes that's right oh yes
1: (laughs) oh it's so funny (laughs) he's like you can't say that (laughs) oh Oh, (laughs) and then just goes
0: i love that sequence uh but to be honest okay it's a while before we get there from the the animated sequence uh because she's still in the car trying to wiggle her big toe oh we did not talk about feet yet oh my god anyways but also she when she's recounting this it comes back to the car after the orange and says 13 hours later the door opens she walks out but i'm like So she's been sitting in a dead man's car for 13 (laughs) hours and nobody has found her.
1: That seems weird. Okay. Here's how I'm going to justify this one. Okay. Wait for me here. Okay. Okay. So, all right.
2: Yeah. Tarantino impression.
1: (laughs) by the way, in your Jackie Brown episode, you said he rambled on about something. <laughs> you made some reference about him doing an interview where you rambled on about something. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what he did. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's every interview. That's um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? I uh, can't remember Something now.
0: about uh, the 13 hours in the car, nobody's wondering? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say that around the hospital, everyone was like, it's just Buck. Let's just throw him in the dumpster.
0: <laughs> I mean, and there's
1: like an and there's like a dead trucker with his lip ripped off next oh. to him. They're going to sweep this one under the rug.
0: Yeah, they're just like, um, <laughs> we can't
1: we can't do this again. <laughs> People I are going to start asking questions when this keeps happening.
0: I wonder if she comes back and she like sues the hospital or something after all this, you know, <laughs> Kill Bill Volume 3 suing yeah
1: it's a it's a it's a courtroom drama it's like (laughs) a few good men
0: or something yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. there Uh, is rumors there's still rumors about kill bell 3
0: yeah the first rumor i heard was it's the two daughters going after each other um because uh the daughter of vivica right uh, what was her name her name was copperhead she was copperhead yeah
1: uh, yeah vivica fox yeah yeah should have been black mamba though I think so.
0: Right. But no, that goes back to the whole like white fish controversy. It's fine. Uh sorry, that is a Harvey Birdman reference.
1: Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: cause there, there's a different thing, Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a whole thing with um uh they're in court and it's uh black bolt and he was supposed to be like Manta Ray and he's like, What, well, oh, just yeah. cause I'm black, you gotta be call me black bolt? What if I called you white Cause he's talking about <laughs> aquaman. It's <laughs> It's very funny. I, try I haven't to seen Harvey joke. Birdman in a while. It's so good. It holds up very well. It, there's also fewer episodes than yeah. I would like to admit. But yeah, there's only 39. It's very sad. It's, mm. But uh, excellent. Anyways, but yeah, no, the rumor I heard was it was Vivica's daughter and uh, the bride's daughter, you know, because Vivica's daughter is going after the bride and her daughter's just like, no, and mm-hmm. it's like a whole thing between them. That was what I had heard. I'm
1: actually surprised that Maya Hawk didn't play the bride's daughter in this.
0: I looked it up. She's too, exactly
1: cause... the right age.
0: Yeah, because I thought it was her. And I looked yeah. up. I'm like, oh, that's not her. Oh, okay. Yeah. It it's weird how much her.
1: she looks like Uma. It is creepy.
0: Yeah. The little girl. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, she's, but... and she's in one spot a time as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's another weird thing. All of the like hippies in, um, in the once Upon a time in hollywood are played by like sons and daughters of like actors
0: yeah i know some of them were yeah that's interesting or
1: or former child actors and stuff stuff Mm -hmm. so So, like maya hawk is one of them
0: but isn't maya hawk the same girl that's in stranger things or is that a different
1: daughter Mm -hmm. same one
0: but why is that not like
1: she's the one that leaves She's the one that's like, I'm got I gotta go back and get my knife. She's the one that like forgot her knife and left. That's yeah. that's Maya Hawk, I think, if I'm recalling correctly, which is a real thing that happened. That's a real person. And she did forget her knife and went back and left and did not murder anybody.
0: <laughs> all, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It that is, is a
1: cra- that is it's such a weird story that like that should be its own podcast of just yeah. like, trying to go through all the crazy weirdo references in once by a time in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, or yeah. I don't know. Well, with true crime being so popular as it is right now, which is, but not on podcasts. Oh no! Mm -mm. Nobody Mm -hmm. listens about true crime on podcasts. That's just craziness. Million dollar idea. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't even know what I was going to say anymore. Never mind.
1: (laughs) I have. I did that. That was my fault.
0: (laughs) I hate when that happens. You're just like in the middle. I was like, I was going to say words. What were they? And they're gone. It's mm, we're good. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Where were we? We're talking about what? Oh, yes, thirteen hours in a car. But Mm -hmm. also to get over four years of atrophy in thirteen hours is some pretty good stuff.
1: That's the that's the kung fu training.
0: Kung fu, indeed.
1: Yeah. Also, she has amazing feet. So. Oh my
0: god. Okay, there's. I think
1: he specifically likes Uma's feet too. Like it's because she has weird feet. She's she's very very tall.
0: Yeah. And she's got knobby feet and knobby toes. And I like every time, like, especially the scene where she's in the wheelchair and for some reason shows her face, then shows her feet. The fact that they're like weirdly crossed because she can't move them. And I'm like looking at I'm just like, oh, your feet are like they're not pretty feet.
1: Yeah, like, I don't. Like- I don't want to go that far. I don't have. I don't have much of a, 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 a an eye for feet. I'm not a foot person. No, it's,
2: it's true.
1: um But uh, I mean, I, I she has different feet than other people. That I'll, I'll say that. Like she, she has very unique feet. Whether or yeah. not I think he likes them specifically. Yeah, because the, the, her feet are all over this movie in all so over. many places. Mm-hmm. Um, and like barefoot and doing stuff. Feet yes, too. Like. Um, so I, I I don't want to, to disparage her feet because I don't have any I'm like what's who, who am I to speak? I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but they are they are different. Like they are they are unique looking. Mm. For yeah. I'm guessing for a woman that's like six two. So yeah.
0: As a as a person who also does not have a particular love of feet in any way, um I find I don't know. I, I can't say this without being like, ugh. I see her feet I'm oh oh that's a that's a lot. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't I mean know. it's fine.
1: I think a lot of people I mean I remember like before like fetishism was really much of a thing that people talked about. Like foot oh. fetish was like an exotic thing. Yes. Um and then it was I remember being like, Oh, that's weird. Cause it it's a it's different. Mm-hmm. Um and like I kind of remember being like, Well, feet are nothing. Like, what's, what are you doing?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So, you know. So but I think, bro.
0: no, but I think that's why people think it's so weird because a foot's just, it's just a foot.
1: Yeah. But you know, I mean, but. you can see feet doing a lot of stuff in these movies. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> All the things. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I guess I
0: get it. <laughs> like, it's fine.
1: Well, like, okay. So like the, the one that I said, and I, I, I don't remember if this was before we were recording or not I said like I can justify most of them
0: yes you there is that, one yeah.
1: that I cannot which one uh so the ones that I can justify are the steps because it's a motif right because the way that Bill dies mm-hmm. is he takes five steps and then collapses yes so a lot of the movie is people walking which makes sense as a motif because it's foreshadowing kind of what happens at the end okay the one I cannot justify is her popping the eyeball with her toes
0: oh yes <laughs> okay that one
1: i'm like oh that's a weird thing you like
0: (laughs) that's like uh there's this whole like community that does like just feet in things like squishing cake and and jello and Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff yes yeah like don't (laughs) like don't get me wrong like if feet are your thing i don't fucking care that's that's your business you know, do whatever you want. I don't think it's creepy or, or whatever.
1: No, I feet just are think... pretty, I, mean, it's, I, I think I said this before, it's like, as far as fetishes go, like, feet is pretty innocuous.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I don't I don't really care that much. It's just specifically Tarantino's thing about feet in his movies, because as soon as it was pointed out to me, I can't unsee it, and then it makes me question every time they're on screen, And why did he choose to put them on screen in this fashion? And it's true. Every time I see the eyeball being squished, I'm just like, like she, she had it in her hand. She could have just crushed it or Mm -hmm. she's already dirty. So it's not like, Oh, I don't want to dirty my hands. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to dirty your feet. You got to walk on that. That's going to get sand in your toes and all kinds of stuff. But I'm just like, uh, unnecessary, yet unnecessary. But yes, yeah.
1: I and I think that this, these were the movies that everyone sort of picked up on it. Like these are the ones who's like he's got a foot thing. Yeah. And then like I think I think the next one's Grindhouse, right? That's the one after Kill Bill two.
0: I'm pretty sure it is.
1: That one amps up the foot stuff to one thousand. <laughs> There's so There's much more foot stuff so in that much one, stuff. yes. And like those ones, are ones that he's just like, well, I'm just gonna go all the way with this. Like I'm gonna, and like it's it's making a movie that is supposed to be like trashy. So like I'll do trashy, sexy stuff but with feet, which mm-hmm. honestly is a more interesting movie compositionally than if it was like he's just a big boobs guy.
0: Oh, that is true because yeah. we're used to the boobs. Whatever, get 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 over it, guys. What what whatever. I don't want to think.
1: I want to go as far as whatever, but uh...
0: <laughs> I'm going to go as far as whatever. <laughs> <you very> <laughs> um, uh, but according to his IMDb, technically, he did a get. He was a special guest director on Sin City, which came out before Grindhouse. So,
1: woo. oh. Oh, yeah! I have a, a another fun fact alert.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he
1: He um, directed. Uh, I think it was a two-part episode of CSI.
0: That came after Sin City. Yeah. Yes. Um, also which... directed episodes of uh, ER.
1: Uh, that one I did not know. Um, however, those episodes of CSI is about someone who got buried alive. Oh. Okay. Yeah, one of the one of the cops in that gets
0: buried alive. It's, it's, oh, the episodes are called Grave Danger. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. I watched them. They're pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just that they took the, the ridiculousness of CSI to the next level. Cause my, yeah. my like, I surprisingly watched quite a bit of CSI. I think a lot of people accidentally watch a lot of CSI, whether they want to admit it or not. But as, oh,
1: Oh, I wish I had some sunglasses to put on. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> yeah. But oh, as, I looked around. <laughs> but especially the reason why I would always watch the opening just for whatever the sting was gonna be, right? <laughs> You'll be like
1: <laughs> those stings are good. <laughs> are,
0: like I was sitting here trying to think, like how cheesy can you actually be? And no matter how cheesy you think something's gonna be, the show was ten times worse.
2: Yeah, and you're just like, is. what? Yeah. And
0: then you just like yeah. go run away. You're just like, can't do this. <laughs>
1: If uh, I, th- I mean, I think I watched them when they were probably on, so it yeah. would have been like two thousand four, two thousand five, or something like that. Something
0: like that. Um,
1: yeah. I, if I recall, it's got like a little bit of Tarantino-y dialogue too. It's, it's worth watching those, those CSI ones. Those they episodes. were, they were pretty good. Yeah. It was, it, if it was one or two, I don't remember, but. Uh, uh yeah no I, I i would say like you know if you if you have access to that i would uh i would check it out
0: check it out yes it, it was grave danger it was released in 2005 mm-hmm. there you go Hold yep. on, wait, what, 17
1: what, year old me thumbs up
0: what season was that hmm. that was season five yeah okay. and who was buried oh should i no i'm gonna keep that a secret i'm not gonna yeah. tell you guys
1: it was the white one
0: <laughs>
1: i don't remember any of their names it was just the white dude
0: <laughs> except for one person i think they were all white weren't
1: they yeah i probably i think even especially more at that point because this was before lawrence fishburne was like the boss guy
0: yes yes yeah.
1: um, um but yeah no he was but like the dude that got buried is like the most generic looking white guy to me like just like he looked like a, a dude that was on the varsity football team that called me an asshole and then like kicked yeah, me in the he, ass or something.
0: He was a bully in high school. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, and then wanted um, control of of things uh, in his life, so he became a cop. Um, and then people. It's a very realized, realistic story. <laughs> then he realized he was he was good with evidence and stuff, and transferred to the CSI. But then he found his moral compass and started to, to help people. You know, yeah. and make things better in our world. And realized his wrongs, but never actually apologized for anything wrong he's ever done in life.
1: Yep, paid yeah. suspension.
0: Society, <laughs> uh, you're welcome, guys. Yes. the truth. You put one of those.
1: Away. You put one of these in every episode, right? Uh,
0: yes, every, every time.
1: Yeah, yeah, just to remind everybody. <laughs> just,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> we live. Remember, in a guys, society. we live
1: in a hell. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> every this is the worst timeline. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, everything's on fire. The gnomes in the corner, pizza's been dropped. It's it's over. Yes.
1: I mean, what if this was the best one? That's even more depressing. Oh this is God. the best timeline we got. Oh Ooh.
0: I love I love it when, when things are bad. People are like, well, it could be worse. I'm like, yeah, don't want it to be. Yes. Yeah. Fuck off. It like, always <laughs>
1: could be worse. No matter what
0: you do. Yeah. You know. What are you
1: talking all... about?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jeez. I could be doing this with one leg. That would be worse.
0: Yeah. God, you could, don't want
1: yeah you could i could have my eyeball plucked out and stepped on <laughs> with some weird foot fetishes mm-hmm. that'd be weird that'd be make this worse
0: <laughs> i love that right before that she tells about like uh, how she killed paime she's like i killed your master yeah
1: like, oh. he was 1000 years old by the way
0: yeah and he gets killed by a little poison on rice yeah and
1: that's so sort of just like that seems wrong mm. <laughs> like i'd be upset if you cut down a thousand year old tree
0: yeah but it's sort but, of like
1: no that should live on <laughs> <laughs> he had a good run going you really burned his streak
0: yeah uh, one thousand
1: years without dying
0: yeah and he was great he's yeah. a horrible man but you know he is a
1: he is a folk character I, I looked him up The he is it, it is the five the story of the five elders and he apparently um was the one that, uh, it, it, one of the versions of the stories that he betrayed the uh, Shaolin temple and let all the bad guys in and, and burned it all down. Oh. Yeah. You know.
0: Interesting. So is that why he lived? Was it punishment for his betrayal or whatever?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think he's just a dick. uh (laughs) based on this movie he's just too much of a dick to die that seems about right right
0: yeah i one thing i never understood in um a lot of these films and stuff is just like why is it like the good master is or sensei i should say she's the correct word is always like the 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 dickish person like Mm -hmm. You know, like there's there's definitely a few of them where they're they're like nice or whatever. And then they get betrayed because, you know, like you said, Sifu, you know, like he was just like, no, I've seen bad in you. So, you know, you don't belong on this level, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, But like a lot of them, you're just like, no, the only reason you will work to respect me because I hate everybody so much. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, you're just being an asshole. If you're just like, hey, punch some wood, just fucking do it like. Fine. yeah
1: i mean i guess that's part of like the kind of mysticism of like the the lone wolf shaman guy thing right
2: mm-hmm. so that's Just... sort
1: of the thing where it's like yeah well the guy lives alone for a thousand years he'd probably be a dick too
0: yeah but <laughs> you know he's he's trained bill for example we know that mm-hmm. um so he will definitely hung out with him for like a few years at some point
1: yeah, I mean, it's sort of like the uh the drill sergeant in, in Full Metal Jacket or the, like, uh, every football coach ever, where it's just like, oh, they're jerks, but they get results. Like, it's yeah. like I guess it's like that. Um, or, like, the um, true art can only be made by from pure misery kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. But isn't our society fighting to change that now? Oh, real, I guess. They, yeah. They're like, <laughs> hey, that's just abuse, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: Yep. <laughs> so... I mean the the bride had some hard times. She She went went, she she went through it. She went through quite the journey. Two volumes worth.
0: Two volumes worth. Well, the the thing I both like and hate about it is the fact that she went through all of these things and it saved her life in the end. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, I don't think it was necessary for her to go through all those things to learn that thing to save her life, you know, like it could have been slightly different. Um, but yeah, in the end, it kind of like worked because she knew how to punch something from three inches away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's sort of like Slumdog Millionaire, right? Where it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah. all
1: these, it all, all the questions have to do, are really a story from his life. And so, I mean, she's yeah. going through trials, right? Like, that's sort of the it's like the feats of Hercules where like you have to go through all the different things and then you uh, ascend at the end or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so like, it's I, this is her journey to, I guess. or or like john wick remember john wick do you remember the backstory of john wick where it's like oh no he had to do several impossible tasks for me in order to get out
0: yeah and that's like this yeah
1: this movie is her getting out right like this is is her getting out with her daughter
0: yeah i think yeah okay yeah i get that done
1: yeah i mean it's i mean it's it's a cheap like uh plot thing like it's it's sort of just like a, in terms of real life stuff no that doesn't make any sense but in terms of movie structure
0: sure yeah to be honest to so to be honest this is gonna sound weird but this goes back to um vh1's behind the music for me okay okay I know this sounds weird, but, you know, like they go behind the music and it's always like, oh, this person grew up in like the slums and they had to do all of these things. And, you know, but they persevered. And now they're like, they're great people. You're like, Look mm-hmm. what they've done! it's amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw the one on Beyonce.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She's like, oh, I was born into a house. That was really nice. And my dad had like a recording studio in the basement for me. It was great. And then I sang a lot and it was fun. And then my dad took me to a party and we met people Yay! Mm -hmm. And then I kept singing and then my singing was good. Yeah. And I was just like, go fuck yourself Was my, uh, I was like, what? You were just born with everything and you got stuff, you know? And it's, it's, it's the same mentality. It's just like, no, you want to see people struggle. You want to see them work to Mm -hmm. get where they are. But if they're in a position to get what they want, you're just like, you're just wasting my time. Yeah. Mm -mm. It's like, oh, you've been
1: fine the whole time. Yes. You're
0: like, oh, everything was good. Everything. (laughs) It's not that you didn't do things to get there, but you were just like given stuff. That's impossible. You know? So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I get it.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I have dealt with very little uh, adversity in my life. So (laughs) I can't really I can't really blame her so much. I'm like, I grew up in a nice house. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> i'll gra- i mean granted i am not a multi i'm not a billionaire singer
0: mm-hmm. um so i guess <laughs> I'll- i just like i could have done more or yeah more stuff maybe yeah. in some way i don't know yeah <laughs> every
1: once in a while i do kind of think that i was like oh boy i really was like born on like second base
0: not third base <laughs> yeah second base second base yeah
1: i feel like i could have done better <laughs> Yeah, i really I, had all the tools at my disposal to not just, be the way
0: i am yeah i could i could have made it but just yeah. i was just like eh, i'll, I'll hang companion. out here for a while mm, yeah good yeah <laughs> so i think i think that's a lot of these stories is that kind of thing because like you, they gotta be through pain for the audience to like properly root for them you know mm. or else you're just like oh you just had shit and then you did it wrong oh god whatever. well i mean yeah. it's
1: true i mean in the in the first movie she brutalizes a lot of people um and like i i think the last note i have on the first movie is why do all the limbs belong to her now it is one <laughs> of the weirdest <laughs> lines yes like it feels like one of those jokes in one of those shows where like the person doesn't really speak the language
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: and they actually just said like chicken beaks or whatever That's instead funny. of yeah and it, it sounds like that where there's just like they, they said the wrong thing. But no, she's not. It's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 those are mine now, which yeah. is the strangest thing.
0: Well, I guess she took them. They're, they're hers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. But I mean, like, I guess as an audience, if we didn't know that. Like, I mean, even like I'm, I'm like the buck stuff really makes me go like, oh, I'm looking forward to her killing a lot of people. Like, mm. it's, because it's so awful. And, like, and she gets shot in the head at the very beginning. The first, like, good chunk of the movie is just setting up how much of a rough time she's had.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and makes you root for her. Um, one of the other big influences on this movie is a movie called Thriller. Okay. Which is um, a Swedish movie. It's also called They Call Her One Eye. Okay. Um, and I think, which is, an L, like, L Driver is like kind of modeled off her i think because she has an eye patch as well um which is uh like a, a, another revenge movie it's swedish it is uh very rough to watch mm.
0: <laughs> um, like as in as in like like violence or
1: so it's sort of like it it, it, it has a human trafficking acts uh oh. part to it so like yeah she as gets soon as it, you say they, that i'm just like oh, yeah they God. they addict her to heroin as well uh and cut out her eye yeah um it's also a movie that is uh there's different versions of it um with different content in some versions they splice in pornography during the sex scenes um yeah. because like the it's not the same actress um but it's to so it could be a porno movie i don't know um but it is uh unpleasant yeah. uh <laughs> so um it's it's like that kind of movie like it's that greasy is what Mm. i mean like it's that greasy of a movie where there's different versions where they cut in different things Mm. um like it's and it looks completely different i've actually seen that version or at least the first like half hour was like i'm going to bed this (laughs) I've um but it is it's like a different stock it's obviously stock footage of somebody else um so it's not doing anything as creepy as something else could be, but um, but yeah, it is. That is one of the big uh, ones in this movie, and, and that, that's that, uh, that was that's another one it where it's just like building up the horrible stuff happening to this person in order for us to root for them to go th- on a shotgun killing spree.
0: But I think in like I know she brutalizes a lot of people in the first one, but because you get the aftermath right at the beginning, like as in like the the scene in Texas, you know, you see her being shot you see she's pregnant Mm -hmm. and you see her getting shot in the face you're already like holy fuck and then you see the buck stuff and you're like holy fuck they they yeah they deserve kind of what's coming to them yeah but throughout the whole movie you're just like even even at the end of the second movie I'm just like what like I know they were assassins and everything Mm -hmm. but what made Bill so horrible that so many people hated him yeah. And that she would take, like, I know why she specifically is taking drastic revenge, but, you know, like, why people want her to succeed in, the, in this revenge, for example.
1: Right. So, um, yeah, I, I see what you mean. I think it's sort of, um, it, it's sort of like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction, yeah, where it's he... just, like, generally known
2: mm-hmm. that
1: this dude is Kaiser Sose. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just like the devil incarnate. Like his his sword has a demon on it. Like it's an Omi, I think it's what it's called. Mm. Um, which is a stylized as a Japanese like demon. Um, so like he is supposed to be just like the devil personified, I guess. Mm-hmm. And and anything like and he is the leader of an assassin squad. So I'm guessing they go through and they kill a ton of people.
0: Yeah, in like horrible ways and such. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like I think in the movie, if they try to like explain it they would definitely have ruined it, you know. Yeah. That mystery is the thing. You're just like, who is this fucking Bill? Why? Why haven't we seen his face until the second yeah. movie? And then you're like, what the fuck did this man do? We are gonna get him. That's yeah. just what's gonna happen, you know. So yeah, yeah. It the worked. title
1: makes promises.
0: It does. Like I, I like how <laughs> just they're like, no, this movie is just about killing Bill. Kill Bill. Yep. That's it. Kill this Bill. is the purpose. You. We know everything. That is mm-hmm. that is it you know oh. uh
1: there's there's a fan theory about um speaking of Bill's backstory in the anime sequence, the man in white that
2: mm-hmm.
1: actually kills uh Oren's father, i think right
0: yeah
1: um there's a the the fan theory is that that is a young bill,
0: yeah, but the does it is some them... Wait, isn't the man in white the black bad guy who Oren kills, or is the man in white no? That's the, the guy. Boss. That's the guy who kicks the the... the, the
1: yeah that burns the house down. That yeah.
0: burns it. The... Oh, really? No. Yeah. I don't well, know. then
1: it's a fan theory.
0: Interesting. Should we
1: have another sound effect for
2: that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's the club's about to start music. I'm sorry. That's just wrong.
1: (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's it's just how it works. Uh, But he has like
1: the similar like hair thing, right? Where his hair is kind of that length. And it would make sense that he would work as like a muscle for like a mob boss. Right.
0: That's true. But I guess I guess he would have been older than we think. In that sequence, though, because Oren is only supposed to be
1: like 28 or something, isn't she?
0: Yeah, but Bill looks quite a bit older than everyone else. Like he looks. Oh, in
1: that sequence, he's older. I see what you mean.
0: Yeah, so like when you see Bill, like I mean, David Carradine was an older man. Like he's was in his 60s, right? So if Oren's only supposed to, yeah, she's supposed to be in her early 20s or something, or mid 20s.
1: so it's about 20 years before.
0: It's about 20 yeah. years before. So I would say he would be like 40 something mm-hmm. in that in that sequence. And because of how quote unquote bad Bill is, I don't know if that would make sense because I don't think Bill would want to be the lackey to someone at that point.
1: Yeah. He's you know what I mean. Yes, I totally you are correct. Um, there, I'll, I'll make one small point In favor of the theory uh, In that I just found out about last night But there is a visual rhyme um, So when she kills When he kills When when the man in white kills Oren's father By putting the katana through his head mm-hmm. it, it pans up to see his hand On the katana holding it Which is the only way we've seen Bill so far With his hand on the katana On the phone
0: Ow. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. And okay. I don't I don't I didn't say it was a Hattori Hanzo sword, but it could be. I don't mm-hmm.
0: know. Okay. I understand. Yes. Um but that does work in the timeline because um Hattori Hanzo gave up making swords 30 years earlier. Mm-hmm. Um and Bill could have been in Japan at that time training. Mm-hmm. Um, But I still think he might be a little old But yes yeah. There is definitely Now that you've put it that way uh, Yes mm-hmm. I understand that Interesting God, Now I'm going to have to watch this again I'm not complaining mm-hmm. really it's, it's, <laughs> That's just fine To be honest I actually hadn't watched these movies In a little bit longer than I had realized It's It's been yeah. definitely a while And I I Like especially the first one like i said i think the second one has a different way of telling the story so it kind of doesn't hit the same way but this first movie definitely was just like oh my god this is just so good like Mm -hmm. how is this allowed to be this good kind of kind of thing like it's just everything about it i think is fantastic Mm -hmm. um from everything it's just good it's just really great
1: yeah it i mean it it, especially the chapter of the the house of blue leaves um that's what it's called right the house of blues um that just that everything in that chapter is pretty much just amazing just technically amazing choreographically uh, like the choreography of all the fights is crazy um the there's that crazy um there's an overhead shot like a crane shot that goes between multiple rooms Mm-hmm. and like it's complete and it's all timed out and choreographed as well because like Sophie comes down the stairs we pan over the brides in the bathroom Sophie goes into the bathroom afterwards like it has to all like as a dance like it's all timed it out and like yeah. those that thing is impossible to like do um yeah. i think there's a special feature on something that is just an explanation of how they did that and
2: it's because it was amazing. super hard
1: yeah, yeah no it's great yeah um and the i think i i think i remember that he had to create his own blood because all the like traditional blood that was being used was like not what he wanted so he had to create his own fake blood uh formula
0: what does that mean not what he like it wasn't thin enough it wasn't thick enough it was the wrong color well
1: i mean if he wanted to go like full-on like 1970s kung fu movie it shouldn't be orange
2: yeah
1: (laughs) um yeah and water uh, <laughs> orange water shooting out of things.
0: So that's that's um, just Tang, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, no, they they just use Tang. Um, I know in in black and white movies they used to use chocolate syrup.
0: Mm-hmm. That was
1: the that was what they they might have used that for the the black and white sequence at the beginning. Um, no, I
0: heard I heard they filmed everything in color and switched it to black and white after.
1: I stand corrected. Okay. Um. So uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I can't argue with that because that's why. Um.
0: um because uh. Because they only switched it to black and white after the NC seventeen thing, because yeah. everything was in color originally. Apparently, oh.
2: okay. Um, that's uh, yeah.
0: what I that's what I heard. Um, I oh no, the
1: those. the when it switches to black and white, yeah, that was definitely shot in color. I'm just yeah. not sure about like the other sequences that were black and white, like, like the, the El Paso stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm
1: not sure about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so I guess it either didn't. I mean, there's different types as well, right? So like, there's the one that goes through the hoses. Yeah. Which makes me, the sound of the hose makes me laugh every time. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, the, the
2: shh
1: of blood shooting out is always funny to me. Um, <laughs> God. Okay, but like, I've never seen somebody get decapitated, thank God. Um, yeah. Or like, had any arms severed or something. That's not what it's gonna do. <laughs> right? There's no way. <laughs> that it go that it makes like a, a whooshing sound.
0: <laughs> no. I mean there is spray involved, according to all of the other shows like Dexter and, and CSI yeah. and such. Um, so we can tell where the blood comes by the the droplet splatter. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think it makes like a, a hose sound at, at any yeah. point. No.
1: and and that they do that in old samurai movies. Old samurai movies, as classy as they are, sometimes they have the hose sound, and it's yeah, and it always is weird like in it it, but it's charming
2: yeah um
1: so so that that always makes me laugh so like there's the water blood which has to come out of the hose but there's also the thicker stuff that he uses for other stuff yeah that's like on people's faces and stuff yeah so like there's a whole bunch of different kinds that he has to use but i think he had to get like barrels of it
0: so wait he came up with like his own formula to make this yeah they had to like
1: proper mix it especially for him and then it was uh and then they had to get like tons and tons of it this is oh. once again this is all memories from 18 years ago this is all <laughs> trivia I, re- I didn't look this one back up
0: i wonder i wonder if he's like a patent for it and people pay him it's like hey can i get some of that uh kill bill tarantino blood you're like uh it's a uh, 45 dollars a barrel sure i would <laughs> not be
1: surprised like that would be such a good idea uh if if that if, if i am correct he should have yeah.
0: It's because a, it's about Dorks the, like me
1: would want to use theirs.
0: be like I need the Tarantino blood now. Yeah,
1: wouldn't you different. want it? Wouldn't you want the Tarantino blood if it's good enough for Tarantino?
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know what I would use all that blood for personally. Uh, well if, I, you, if
1: you had a use for it okay. actually my what's funny is my uh, my girlfriend actually had to buy stage blood the other day. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing her union test and they have to use it to do um, to do costume union test
0: but that's amazing
1: yeah
0: oh so she is she like a a makeup artist
1: she is a she does costumes um so she's not i I wouldn't call her a seamstress but she Mm -hmm. she works in the uh the the costume department on on film sets and in and in theater as well
0: that is awesome that's very cool Mm -hmm. get in there get some some blood on some stuff make it work
1: yeah, no, she said if you ever need some, which is funny that we're talking about this now. Uh, she really was just like, I only need a tiny bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. But it only comes in this like 10-gallon thing. Yeah, no, so... she had to buy a barrel. She had to buy a barrel. <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. Oh, my I'm God. kidding. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> she
1: said, give me the QT. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I've, I've like, except for Halloween every once in a while, uh, which actually has been a very long time. I've never had to buy blood okay i
1: that. i made a zombie movie when i was in film school um mm-hmm. so i had, i made fake blood for that
0: makes sense Yeah. Yep.
1: i did the corn syrup stuff though i did i went old school
0: yeah it's just corn syrup and coloring right
1: uh and, yeah and water you have to like get it, it, was, it to the right the, the right middle point right. yeah mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. it's
1: which is not easy and then and then when you thin it out it looks more purple when you add the food coloring so you have to kind of
0: balance the color as well
1: or no, it comes out super pink, so you add some blue to darken it, but then it looks purple, so you have to, like, do a weird thing.
0: There's so much it's, involved. It,
1: actually, and, and, like, anytime you're on a set and blood is involved, it is a pain in the ass. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> it stains everything.
1: It stains everything, and, like, if you're doing more than one take where somebody gets blood on them, you have to have, like, 18 different costumes that have to get blood on them and then reset and clean everybody off. Mm-hmm. And then dry all their hair because you had to wash the blood out of it. Yeah. If you're just wanting to redo a shot, if you're like oh doing a setup again.
0: The amount of blood they must have used in those sequences, unless they took did one shot, which I think he probably tried to do, but there's definitely a couple of shots he would have had to redo a couple of times.
1: No, her her blood is inconsistent too. Um I think I remember noticing that when I was a kid because it's mm-hmm. impossible to get it right. So, yeah. like by by all logic, by the end of by the time she gets to Oren in the garden. Mm-hmm. She should just be like Carrie. Right. At the, yeah. Yeah, she sh- yeah. like she is covered yeah. in like the amount of spray coming out of one guy would cover you
0: head to show. Head to toe. To toe. That'll be it.
1: <laughs> also, the fact that at the end of that sequence, when she's addressing everyone, saying that all their limbs belong to her now, the the eye guy is still running, like bouncing around in the background, holding his face.
0: <laughs> yes
1: just like al driver does on the other yeah. one like ah let's get an incredibly dark joke incredibly but a, dark but a joke, but a joke nonetheless
0: yeah but also the the part where she's like um she's about to go to the garden and there's like the the room where the other kids are mm. and there's that one little kid left that she like spanks with the sword whatever and i'm yep. just like that means she just dismembered like a few of those people are children Like, I don't think that one kid is the only kid that was being indoctrined. She's dismembered and maimed a couple of kids.
1: Well, I mean, she'll have to take inventory at the end with all her hands and feet. Yeah. So, she'll be like, ooh, this one, this one's a lot smaller. That's a lady lady hand. That's fine. Okay.
0: (laughs) But she also killed, um, what's her name? Go-Go?
1: Yep. Go-Go Yibari.
0: Uh, Yeah, she's 19. Like, she's i mean she's a. I think she was
1: 17 i thought um, <laughs> didn't mm. it say 17
0: maybe it was 17 um, but maybe uh, i but don't she, yeah, she is technically a child oh um,
1: yeah 100 she 100, was wearing 100. a schoolgirl uniform
0: yeah that's just a thing
1: i guess <laughs> but it is still <laughs>
0: she's just yeah. like
1: a girl that goes to high school
0: yeah <laughs> uh, she probably like handed in her math assignment and came over yeah. to hang out you're like oh my god and she's got yeah. a mace that has like a blade coming out of it.
1: Oh, like a- that you just yeah, that is uh, a reference to the flying guillotine, um, which was a kung fu movie the Shaw Brothers made, I think. Oh,
2: cool.
1: Where you would throw it, and it was like a disc, but then uh, when it got to somebody, it would pop out like this, yeah, and like cover their head like a helmet, and then the the uh, the there would be a blade on the bottom that would cut their head off. What? Yeah, oh that was God. the. That was the the flying guillotine. Oh,
0: that is definitely a flying guillotine. That is crazy. Yeah.
1: Oh, wait, I forgot to make the fun fact thing. Whoop, whoop, whoop.
0: <laughs> fun fact, guys. Fun yeah. fact. <laughs> so many fun facts. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. It's great. Um, so, I mean, I know we've been jumping back between one and two, but we're, we're now officially on two, yeah. I
1: think. I think so. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, the whole when you finally see the interaction between her and bill at the church before the massacre happens um you're just like oh when is it gonna happen when's it gonna happen they're talking so nice to each other what's going on it's are you sure this is what it happens maybe something else happens and then you see them like outside with the guns coming in and you're just like oh fuck, oh you know it's great
1: yep That's, no it's yeah. it i I, and, and I guess we can actually talk about David Carradine. He is great in this. He is. I, I think he, he delivers like a few different monologues,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, like and pretty long, even for kind of Tarantino ones um, that are awesome. He does such a good job.
0: I think um, almost every time he talks, it's a quote unquote monologue.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yes. He
1: also starts one with Once Upon a Time in China, which is a Jet Li <laughs> movie series from yeah. the early 90s.
0: Um, why do I think I have
1: Once Upon a Time in China? Do you? That's yes. coming on a criterion like this month. Oh, so like that's it's they are just did a, a big it's gonna they're getting a big push on that one lately.
0: Yeah, um, no, that one that's an episode for next year. Uh, cool. it, it's going with Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which is very bad. It's, it's
1: oh, fine. have you seen Once Upon a Time in the West?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, that isn't that a um. It's
1: a Sergio Leone movie.
0: It is. One of Tarantino's favorites Also weird fact I have watched a surprising amount of western films Because my mother loved westerns Cool I Um, like westerns Except for the three man with no name Movies and Two Mules for sister Sarah Don't ask me the name of any of them Okay
1: I actually wrote down a note About one of those Oh really Um, Yeah so like uh, the scene After she comes out of the grave And she's like wandering through the desert uh, it's very similar to a sequence in *The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly*.
0: Yeah, where he's uh, where the
1: man with no name, aka the bride,
0: yeah, um, was hung and he got himself yeah. down and he's walking and out. and
1: he's wandering through the desert and he's all like chapped and like sun sun bleached and burned up.
0: Yeah, I do love that part where she walks into the diner, just sits down, and like, but the guy in the diner sees her coming from outside, and it's like like all the dust is just like billowing out of her, mm-hmm. and she walks and sits down, smooths down her shirt, and she's like. Can I have a glass of water, please?
1: Yeah, love that. Okay, scene. that's a funny scene. You are, however, <laughs> then the next scene, she's still dirty. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, did they not let her use the bathroom to like wash her face or anything? Or <laughs> that seems a bit mean.
0: I bet you she didn't. I bet you they didn't even have any words to say to her. They just gave her water. She drank it and she walked back out.
1: To be honest. yeah, that seems about right. I don't yeah.
0: even. I don't even think they were so confused. That they were just like um, here, she drank it, and then she was just like, "Thank you." Got it. Oh. Walked out. That was it. She's like, "I'm on a mission. I don't yeah. have time to clean. Let's do this." Also, her chest would be super infected. Just saying. Oh,
1: oh boy! It no, was same. rock salt. That would be so painful. To have, like, I mean, like rubbing salt in your wound is like a thing. Yes. Like that. The the wound is salt.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh. oh oh, that's horrible and then you got all that dirt in it and all that kind of stuff Um, I do like I know okay (laughs) the part where she gets out of the grave Mm -hmm. and she does like the flashback about her training and all that kind of stuff and how she can punch and everything (sighs) but that scene makes me angry it is one of the few times where I'm just like that's impossible Like Mm -hmm. I know a lot of this movie is impossible a lot of things are impossible but I'm just like The logistics of it just doesn't make any sense. She would be crushed by the weight of the dirt when she punches through before she could sit up and climb upwards, you know, and she would suffocate to death. Yeah. And I was just like, why is it every time I see this scene, I could just like up until that point, she's like punching and stuff. I'm like, yes, go girl. And then she gets through. I'm just like, she should be dead. What are you talking about? She should be dead. I don't know why. But it just like rips me right out of it. And I'm just like, oh, why are you doing this?
1: <laughs> yep. No. And it comes out of the, the grave of Paula Schultz, yep. which is the name of the chapter, which is a movie called The Wicked Dreams of Paula Schultz. Um, and fan theory um, um, that that is um, related to the Dr. Schultz from Django. Oh, yeah. So either his widow or his wife's widow or, or his brother's widow or something.
0: But what is the wicked dreams of Dr of?
1: I did not let go too deep into that. Um, it is I oh it's about a woman, uh, an East German woman who is escaping from East Germany to compete in the Olympics.
0: So it's a movie.
1: Yes, it is a movie. It's like That's- a screwball comedy. <laughs> I am not joking. That actually sounds like I'm doing a bit. No, it's like Hogan's Heroes. Like it's like a slapstick Um, thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, (laughs) But that also does make sense. It would make connection to Doctor Schultz in Django. So. Yep.
1: And I looked at the dates on the gravestones, and that kind of does could line up for somebody that was alive and around his age at that time. because it was like, pre, Django was still pre-Civil War, right?
0: Um, I mean, like,
1: pre, not during. I should say, I know it's not after. Um, yeah,
0: I think it. I think it's pre, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, like, I know that the Civil War ended in 1865, and she, the, the end date on that gravestone is 1898. So she would have been, like, in her 30s or 40s. Remember but wait, she- and
0: she's going to the Olympics?
1: Oh, no, no, that was, that's 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 a different thing. Oh, that's that's the uh, that's a real movie. I'm talking about like, <laughs> the, the fake shared universe thing.
0: Fake shared. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I was just like, wait, what is happening
1: here? Yeah, no, I, I wanted a couple of different tangents at once. <laughs> ah,
0: yeah. uh, gotcha. But, yeah. Okay, makes sense. Yes.
1: Mm. Sense. Yes. No, you're right. She, you, you cannot <laughs> climb your way out of a a a, a grave. No, <laughs> no matter how hard you punch, you cannot.
0: Definitely not in that manner, because. No. If you can't make a hole and stand up in it and then go upwards. I mean, she's pretty happen... much
1: being Superman. She's like she flying out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, too, is that the way the weight of the dirt, because it's fully covered. Yeah. The weight of the dirt on top of it. If she breaks it, that thing collapses. She is crushed and will suffocate. Yeah. That's it's like it. quicksand.
1: Yeah. It would work the, like quicksand.
0: It's over. That, that's it. Yeah so yeah that part always takes me right out of it and yeah and then, and then the scene with the diner happens and i'm like and then i'm back in. yeah
1: back. yeah no i mean it's i mean it's, it, the movie does like it's really telling you it's not real the yeah. whole time like more so than i think pretty much any of his other movies like yeah. even like her name is bleaked out for the good a good movie and a half
0: yes yes
1: um which is which is very odd but I think at this point in the movie like when she's getting out of the grave we know her name is Beatrix Kiddo
0: yes right okay. yeah which oh which technically if you think about it they don't bleep her whole name because they yep. say kiddo throughout the mm-hmm. whole movie but you just nope. think it's just like oh, it was his pet name oh kiddo oh also
1: uh, silly rabbit tricks her for kids
0: yeah, yeah.
1: which must have been like a, a, a joke about her name or something yeah. Mm-hmm. like oh you're rubbing your face in it <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah when you do find out her name I am I've always been disappointed in the name Beatrix Kiddo it is uh, a weird name It, but also it's a very uncompelling name you know like even for some reason I know Bill is stupid but Bill works better L. Driver is kind of mm-hmm. great you know and like they have a bunch of simple names, but they seem to just make more sense than Beatrix Kiddo. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't know what it is, but yeah. Well,
1: it's better than the one that like the, her childhood friend um, in class with her, uh, Melanie Harhouse.
0: <laughs> really? I actually think that might yep. be better.
1: I had to stop that several times to be like, wait, what did she say? I turned on the <laughs> subtitles. It's H A R R H O U S E.
0: I was thinking, like, you went back and did this.
1: I was just like, wait a minute, hold on, what was that other one?
0: Warhouse? <laughs> what? No, yeah. <laughs> it's fine.
1: <laughs> like I wondered if I wondered if it was all three were like um, weird pun names. Yeah. Like Hugh Jass and like uh, Anita Peter or
2: something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Oh, love it. Um, what else? What other notes do I, I keep skipping my notes because your notes are much more interesting than mine? <laughs> um,
1: well, I have I have a I have a, a a sound drop whenever I have a fun fact. So you I mean do. I'm I'm doing a morning zoo show over it, here. So it's
0: all very exciting. Um <laughs> so what do I have? Um the the church scene is intense, they never show Sam Jackson's face, like mm-hmm. I I actually put, I always found it interesting they never show Sam Jackson's face. Like, I don't, I don't know if showing his face would add to the scene or not, but if you've ever heard Sam Jackson, you know it's Sam Jackson. And you're just like, would it have mattered? He still owns the scene. He still still owns the scene without you seeing his face at any point in time.
1: Yeah, And I'm also, it also makes you go like, man, I want to know more about that guy. he, He sounds like, yeah.
0: I feel like I really would have felt like that guy, if you actually saw the shootout inside, like he's the guy who pulled out the big gun, and was like, motherfucker, sh- shot it, and, but still got shot in the face or something.
1: Oh, it was That's in the piano, that. like uh, once upon a time in Mexico.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. He had
1: a gun piano. <laughs> ah,
0: just, let it, just let it happen. Just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so then I jump all the way to the part where she gets shot in the chest. Okay. And when she spits at Bud and then Bud yeah. spits back at her and it's just like this line across uh, her face. Yeah, I'm the like, t-
1: the tobacco spit.
0: It's so disgusting. Yeah. Like it, it makes, comes back later too. <laughs> it does. When she throws the bucket. Oh my god, it's so sick (laughs) this movie is
1: this one is grosser it's weird this movie is so much grosser than the first one even though the first movie has so many dismemberments in it but this one is gross
0: like it's um uh visceral yeah that way yes yeah uh very uh uh, textured um i had like
1: sandpaper gritty
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's this tv show i was watching for a while called the detour and i Like, I had to stop watching it because every episode, for some reason, there was some sort of viscous fluid that ended up on or in someone. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't. I can't do this but the show was very funny but every time I saw one of these scenes I was like I I mean the word
1: viscous is the best here's why viscous is such a good word viscous it feels like it's viscous like the word viscous feels like it's a viscous substance
0: it is yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and it's it's that and that's so visceral um, (laughs) to me when you said viscous fluids getting into people.
0: <laughs> on or in, yes.
1: On or in people. So I, can, I'm I think a- I, I'm just going to scratch that. Anytime you say on or in someone,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I'm going to be grossed out.
0: Can I give you an example? Sure. Okay. Okay. So start off. This woman decides to have a home birth. We're going to start there. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and her doula hasn't showed up and she's screaming for help. <laughs> she's got, she's in like this tub in her living room. Cause that's where she's supposed to be. And the neighbor comes over. It's a dude. He's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And his wife is there and they're all screaming, going crazy and stuff. Baby comes out. And of course, as many people know, other things come out, right. Mm-hmm. This, in this pool, but they get her out of it. They're standing around trying to figure out what to do. This guy's holding the baby gives it. He slips and falls face first into said pool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, on or in. Yes. Whoa. It's in his. It's in his mouth. So yeah. It, it's. I mean, yeah, it's, I. I think
1: that, like any time you get a viscous substance on or in you, it is something you're going to remember forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. Like, I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you another one. It's fine.
1: No, it's fine. I, I. I believe you. <laughs>
0: it's, but yeah i had to i had to stop watching for a while because it's like i can't i can't do this every episode like i just yeah. it's well, it's a lot
1: too definitely has its viscous <laughs> fluids
0: yeah that end up on people which is yep yeah. or are on their toes yes or on their toes so um yeah it was it was a lot like i just i just gag every time i see that in yeah. the bucket as well i'm just like I think the
1: only thing I have in between um, is how much I love uh, Pi Mei's beard flip.
0: Oh my God, that it's such a glorious.
1: great punctuation. on yeah. I mean, I the reason I looked up the folklore thing is because I'm like, this is not a creation, right? Like this feels it because it's so so much of the stereotype that I'm like, is this like a stock character? has been used in like a bunch of other movies and it is Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um so so that but yes the the like angry like with his with the beard is so fun it's so Um, great and it's so funny uh tarantino was actually going to play paime originally
0: well i'm glad he didn't do that
1: yep that feels like something that we would have had to have talked about yes we would have talked a lot about
0: it i would have been like First of all, <laughs> that would have been the whole thing. That just, yeah. uh, yes. Okay. I'm glad he, um, he chose wisely yeah. for once. Yeah.
1: But like dubbed over. So he like would have been dubbed over in Chinese, which I guess would have been kind of funny. No, but um, also
0: would have been worse.
1: Yeah. I mean, but it would be like riffing on the, 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 the dubbing thing. Right. So yeah. like he would be a person speaking English, then dubbed in Chinese and then subtitled.
0: It's <laughs> a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Okay. So this raises a question for me. Mm. Because like watching this movie again, we we've as a society, you yeah. know.
1: <laughs> Hold on there Joker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um we have come to a point where like there there is a line between homage and appropriation. Right? Yeah. And at certain points of this movie, I'm just like that's not an homage. That you're just taken shit you know and to be honest that sequence is d- despite the fact that I like it mm-hmm. and despite the fact that I think uh, like it, it adds to the movie and is necessary to the movie I'm just like oh, that's not an homage anymore you're just literally taking this thing and using mm-hmm. it you know and, well, so what do you think about that
1: I, I mean I had the same thought um, cause it's true. I, I think that that would definitely be the subject of a lot of discussion now. Um, I see your point. Totally. I don't, I feel like people don't really do it so much with film technique. Yeah. Um, and I'm not really sure why, um, because it is like film is such a, a, a cultural touchstone. Um, in that, like we get a lot of our language and our understanding of society through, uh, cinema, Um, but I feel like when people steal stuff from, I say steal stuff, homage things, whatever, uh, Mm. from, from various other cultures, it's sort of put into like a melting pot of film in a weird way, I um, and becomes part of our consciousness. Um, so like, I mean, we, I, am not a huge Kung Fu person. I don't know a ton of, uh, of East Asian films. Um, at least at the time when I saw this, but I was still aware of all of those things. So like yeah. the, the crazy sound effects, the like wire work, uh, stuff like that. Those are all things that were very much in um, 1970 Shaw Brothers uh, Wuja. I think is the the term for 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 Chinese action films. Okay. Or Japanese, maybe I don't remember which one Wuja is. Um, but um, it is something like it. So it's that. Uh, The other positive I I could put as a, as a counterpoint, not necessarily that I'm disagreeing um, that is that I was made aware of a lot of those movies that it's stealing from, from this. Gotcha. So I've given a lot more money to um, Asian people making Asian films and Shaw brothers movies and things like that since I've seen Kill Bill. So like it made me as a dork interested in, other things so like it it worked in a way of exposing me to things that I might not have seen otherwise and may not have been cool otherwise so like he is sort of a tastemaker in a way so like he'll put down something and then other people will go like well what is this thing and sort of make it more popular and cool um and this was also maybe at a time when things were not as accessible as they are now and so maybe people wouldn't be as exposed to them as they would be today Um, that being said, yeah, you're right. He is, it's stealing something that is culturally specific to another culture. Um, and I mean, whether or not you agree with that in terms of like film language, um, in that those things are, are free reign to be taken back and forth between a bunch of places because American techniques are used all over the world and vice versa. Like they all they all kind of take from each other, but this one is a little more pointed.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with you on on that aspect of it that like like film falls into the bucket of film and you can use whatever technique of film anywhere because it's sort of you know shared as yep. a this is how you do something. It's like it's like somebody making a dress in in Tokyo compared to making a dress in in Toronto, right? It's like oh yep. no, use a straight stitch if you want it to look like this. One could be making a kimono and one could be making a t-shirt, but you need your stitch to look this way. So that's what you do. But it's not stealing, it's yeah. you know using the technique in a way that it's supposed to be used, kind of thing. Yeah. Um but but my thing, uh like like how I was getting at it, it's just that especially that whole pie me sequence, it's so overly specific like it's Mm -hmm. not just a technique being used it's not it's not just wire work being used it's not just you know a color palette being used it's just a very specific thing it's like Mm -hmm. oh it's a it's a folklore oh it's uh the the dress and the attire oh it's the temple that they're filming at oh it's this and you're just like that seems to have crossed the line just a little bit you know
1: i mean it is sort of a stereotypical character um which is why i was looking up like what are the origins because i feel like i've seen that a character that looks a lot like that in other things yeah um so I, i was that's why i looked it up but yeah no it is you're right like as as somebody like just as a person watching it that is sort of it plays into things that are not the best
0: yes yeah yeah um but with that said like i said it's a good sequence I'm, yeah it's i, I mean worst. it's yeah.
1: it's done well like the the other thing is like he's cribbing these things from other places but he's doing them well
2: mm-hmm. and I,
1: and he does it in a way that i know is loving
2: yeah
1: um and that and and not even in like a loving a culture kind of way but he like he loves specific filmmakers
2: mm-hmm. and
1: he wants to be like that it is sort of the the Uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery kind of thing in a way because he is he is cribbing from a specific person doing something rather than like a a larger form culture i i think personally um i mean that you could it could be debatable either way
0: yeah one thing i I like about it is that uh he is very open to the fact that he's like oh i i did make this but this isn't mine that this is this is the all the references i am making this is why i think this is cool this is why i think it's like nice and this is why it's in the story it's not like look look at the great thing i made It's all mine i did it myself blah blah blah. so he's not he's giving credit where it's due yeah definitely um so it doesn't come across as bad as somebody who's saying like no look i did all of this myself Mm -mm. yeah
1: no i mean even if you look at uh the soundtracks um, yeah. Which is a big, a big Tarantino thing. All his, like a lot of his soundtracks, especially like and a lot of Jackie Brown ones, a lot of stuff in here, um, they're songs from movies. Yeah. So either like they're either soul scores like Isaac Hayes or or uh, Bobby Womack or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or or in this case like um, Twisted Nerve, which is the one that's whistled. That's a that's an Italian mm-hmm. movie from like yeah. the sixties, um, and like a whole bunch of like the scores are from. I'd like the green, green hornet theme is played um the um there's a couple other ones there's seven a... black notes i think is what's the english translation i wrote it down but i can't find it um that's so... one of the, that's the one when she kills buck yeah
0: oh, okay my question oh. the pan flute is that Zamfir?
1: oh i don't <laughs> know
0: should, i should have looked that up
1: <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> I, I,
0: I... I i don't know as soon as i heard the pan flute i was like that's Zamfir."
1: oh do I know that one? I don't know that one. Sorry, I didn't look that one up.
0: How could you? Sir? I think that
1: one's on the soundtrack though, so you should be able to find it. Pretty I should easy. be
0: able to find that one. All right,
1: um, because some of the tracks that are on the the movie soundtrack aren't don't make the other soundtrack, so I have to go like I have to Shazam sh- it, yeah, and then Google the name of it to try to find like what movie it was based on, which was hard. One of them was. Um, an old person making a new song from samples of old songs. And it was only in this movie.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was uh, the song where, oh, it's when they're watching Shogun assassin um, and uh, the Brett and Beatrix gets out of bed and then walks over. There's like a a song playing, which is sampling uh, the zombies doing. She's not there. Um, but it's got kind of like um, like a hip-hop kind of beat to it. It's an electronic artist. Um, but he was also like the the producer for the Sex Pistols. He, he's just the weirdest dude.
0: That is a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I Googled uh. stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, based on the soundtrack that is listed here, nothing says Zamfir at any point. Mm. Which makes me happy and sad at the same time.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 I don't know what that is. It's probably from another movie. I mean, that would be yeah, like so or like some oh, or no. maybe
0: Sorry, no, I, I found, found it. it. It's called nice. The Lonely Shepherd written ah. by James Last performed by Zamfir. Hmm. Okay, I've never seen his first name before. His first name is spelled G H E O R G H E. Is that just George?
1: I I don't know. I actually <laughs> don't know who Zamfir is. <laughs> what? Yeah.
0: You grew up in a time where you didn't watch all those late night uh, c- commercials about bad music on stuff.
1: Oh, it's like a new, it's a new age guy. I remember those commercials.
0: He, it was all just, he only played like the, the pan flute. We have a guy,
1: we had a guy at the mall that did that. And he had a giant dog. I remember he had like this, <laughs> a, a, this big white dog that was like the size of a bear. It was like huge. Not really. Wow. Um, but it was a very large dog. And he would just like lie there on the floor of the mall while this dude would play the pan flute.
0: They <laughs> were like, This is beautiful.
1: And I was here. like, What? I And I live in Quebec.
0: So, <laughs> oh, like, Wow. Yeah. Where's that coming from? Yeah.
1: No, it's just like, What? Is, I see those. There's damn dudes paying pan flutes every once in a while around here, too.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, oh My God. What day was it? I don't know. It was a while ago. I was at uh, Young Bloor Station. And there was a dude. What did he play? He played something crazy on something crazy. And I've already forgotten. I don't know why I started. There, were, there, there like used to be that. a guy
1: that played the. Um, what's the one that the Star Trek music has played on? The electronic oh, music
0: the, uh, thing? Oh, my God. I'm failing. Oh, my God. The. Yes, <laughs> that, that thing. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I forget the, the name I of the I should instrument. know what that. Oh, my God. Um, but.
0: I'm going to lose my Star Trek nerd card and I have to Google this and I'm very mad at myself. <laughs> the, the,
1: the nerds are going to come after you because you can't remember the instrument that the theme song was played on.
0: You would be surprised. The theremin. Oh, my
1: theremin. God. That's it. Yes. Um, the uh, so, yeah, there's a dude that played the theremin at Blur for a little while.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I Googled Star Trek instrument and the first thing came out was a video and it's a picture of a woman in front of an orchestra who looks very beautifully made up and she's just going at something. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a up. very
1: vague description of what you're seeing. <laughs> it's a very beautiful woman, you know, going at something. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> 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 a couple different ways.
0: <laughs> Please don't take it that way. Oh. No. <laughs> Oh my God, she is. Oh, oh, never. You know what? No, no, I am not describing things anymore. It is fine. She's playing the theremin in front of an orchestra, dressed to the nines, like she's at the Oscars.
1: There you go. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where the theremin is really that acceptable, but yeah, no, that's why.
0: Only playing the Star Trek opening, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So we figured things out. Yay!
1: Yeah um let's see do i have anything else oh i was gonna say i love shitty margaritas (laughs) that's what i wrote down
0: yeah he's just like pouring shit making such a like i am not the neatest person and stuff but the way that man was just like putting things are just spilling everywhere when he's moving around i was just like how are not all of the services in your home sticky from other things than porn like (laughs) what the hell
1: (laughs) However, uh, I was super thirsty. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Well, like the margarita thing is, is was in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, too. Like, he also makes That's shitty right. margaritas. yes. Yeah. Uh, so, like, and I'm kind of like, oh, I could go for a shitty margarita right now. Like, that one from, like, the, the bot, like, the when you have the mix. Like, so, when yeah, you have the-, the margarita mix, oh, it's so bad, but so good. It's We're just good. like, it's thing. like you're drinking like a, like, it, it, yeah, you're drinking like a hummingbird because it's just like syrup.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, it's because I'm an adult. Yeah.
1: But also like I wish I like it's I, I, like Margaritas are more of like a Southern California thing anyway. Mm. Um so like that dude it's in Barstow, which is where Bud lives in this movie, which is funny. Um Barstow sucks.
0: Okay. Um <laughs> well, It's from, like from what we've seen of it in this movie, yeah, it looks like it sucks.
1: Well, it's 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 the only town there, as in like you you drive through two hours of desert to get to Barstow in either direction.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah! So fun. it's like it's like a little oasis after you hit the desert and go back into the desert.
2: Mm-hmm. So like
1: everyone stops there to get food. It's where the first yeah. Del Taco is. <laughs> sorry. I don't... Sorry. Whoop, 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 whoop. Fun fact <laughs> alert: First Del Taco. It's in Barstow, California.
0: I don't know why I thought that was so funny, but that was very funny. Yes. <laughs> it's
1: so it's funny the bad. better one, too.
0: <laughs> You're
1: like, the it's, the o- it's the
0: only good Del Taco. That is uh, actually
1: what people say. I am not joking. <laughs> people say that that is the only good one. Or, like, the best one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not the original chef in there soul. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um what else
1: What's
0: uh yeah my notes go all over the place
1: yeah <laughs> i think the next thing i have that i haven't touched on already there's cat Ooh,
0: time, there's a cat
1: um is uh is once we're like with bill i think is the next thing that i have that I we haven't already discussed
0: yeah i didn't write any th- notes on that sequence um not because I didn't think it was interesting. I think it was too interesting and I was just watching it and, and yeah. my problem was. Um, but that whole thing is just so... It's not even... It's nerve-wracking, but not in the same uh, tension-inducing as the rest of things, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I think... I, I, for, I love the Superman speech. I think I think I actually cribbed it for a paper I wrote in university about Superman.
0: I think I've actually like quoted that.
2: Yeah, at it's uh, a,
0: in my in like uh, an episode of this, and I was like, where did I get that from again? Right. And my guest called me on it, and I was like, I don't know, but mm-hmm. but Clark Kent is his costume, not not the yeah. Superman.
1: That is a what? super interesting way to look at it. Like it, is, it is sort of like oh, it, then that's pretty that holds water
0: yeah it does yes
1: but it's also pretty scary when he's doing it because like he's already shot her with the dart at that point right which was a surprise and so now you're kind of like well what's going on now like he could do anything at any point Mm -hmm. um so he he like when you say like why is he so bad like he does have an aura of like he is pretty scary Mm -hmm. like in just like the amount of power he has in that scene where the bride or Beatrix the whole time is she's really been the star and like, she's really been in control of pretty much every situation. This is the first time she's been like disarmed, really. I mean, she was disarmed and put in the grave, but like you still felt like she was going to do something and you kind of knew like, Oh, she's going to get out of this. She'll be fine. But like, you kind of didn't know when she was with in the room with Bill.
0: It's true. Like, I think, um, the people that seem to scare her the most are the people who, are like i'm gonna fuck up your face yeah. because throughout the whole movie every time anybody sees her, they're like oh you're very beautiful oh i love your hair oh you're 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 a gorgeous one aren't you blah blah blah, blah. men especially
1: except that gravedigger, he'd seen better
0: yes so, <laughs> somehow um <laughs> but but just the people that's
1: just that a her- little troll like he.
0: <laughs> I don't mean to be man- mean to that
1: actor uh, <laughs> but like it's that line is funny because of the way he looks.
0: Yeah and you're just like you? Are you sure? Yeah much <laughs> yeah, okay. might seem better
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> just a shitty dude thing to say
0: It really is right <laughs> um, but I find the people that scare her the most are the people who are like I'm gonna fuck up your face. So that's Pime that's Esteban and that's Kill Bill yeah. right uh, Kill Bill. Like, that's his name. (laughs) It's just Bill. Anyways. But as soon as she gets shot in the leg and she's like, I'm going to pull this out. He's like, I'm going to shoot you in the face with another one if Mm -hmm. you don't leave that in. And that's when she gets scared, even though she's threatened throughout all of the movies with all kinds of physical violence. That's the one where she's just like, maybe I won't pull it out then, Mm -hmm. you know, or in the
1: mace, too.
0: Oh, and the mace in the eye. The mace in the 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 eye. Like, I'm not saying, yeah, go do the thing that's going to get you maimed worse. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) But as soon as her her face is the thing that is going to be destroyed, that's when she seems to be like, maybe I'm in a bad place. But I'm so beautiful. Exactly. (laughs) You know, but I think that, the problem is it's referenced throughout the whole movie that about yeah. how beautiful she is I'm that's an saying, interesting
1: that's an interesting take I don't think I've heard that before oh
0: uh, I mean like that's that's how I felt about it um <laughs> because I'm not saying like Uma is unattractive I think she's very pretty mm-hmm. and everything but how they go on about her beauty I'm just like oh really
2: okay that's
0: fine <laughs> you know but then but then I think to her too she has like a I mean, your face is the thing that puts you across, you know, to other people and stuff. And she gets lots of cuts. She gets lots of bruises. She gets lots of uh, she gets shot and all kinds of stuff. And from that point, you're like, oh, she's still going to fuck people up. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as they're just like, I'm going to fuck up your face if you don't do it. And that's when she gets nervous. That's when she's just like, maybe I don't need to do this right now. You know, that's when she's like pulls back, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, I forgot about the scene where um, uh, the the assassin comes to get her when she finds out she's pregnant.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, I like that scene a lot. Um, There's so many good, like, little jokes in that. First of all, she's barefoot again, of course. Of
2: course.
1: Um, and, like, crunching her toes on the floor, uh, yeah. just in case anyone's keeping track. Yeah. Um, but then, like, they have a whole conversation about her being pregnant, and, like, she has to, like pulls up the pregnancy, like, the, the person that's going to kill her pulls up the pregnancy test, and I was like, I can't read this shit! And it's like, the box with the instructions on the floor! And she has to, like, find that one, and like, it's such a weird joke line, because it's like, you're, you're, build- he built up the stakes in that scene as well, but okay. then deflated it with just, like, kind of inane bullshit. Yes. Where it was just, like, really boring banal stuff, like, <laughs> trying to read the pregnancy test properly, even though it's, like, it's always like, oh, it's blue. It means it's positive.
0: Or um, it's always the How same. How many lines? Yeah. I don't know. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How many lines is that? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just didn't want to forget to talk about that scene because I dig that scene. It's fun. No it's, a, it's a fun little um,
0: uh, tangent. Yeah, it is a fun tangent. Um, I do not love this scene as much as you do. Mm. Um, like I said, I find this movie does weird things things and I found that scene the way it is cut the way Mm -hmm. it's even lit Mm -hmm. is different than everything else and it makes me like go what but not not in like a I'm out of the whole movie thing but this doesn't Mm -hmm. fit somehow even though it does
1: yeah i I know i I know what you mean it's shot differently you're you're 100 correct i mean the pie stuff is also different and has Mm. i think it had a different film stock and a different color grade so like it is also kind of it is feels a bit out of place as well so this movie feels a bit more of a frankenstein than the first one does yeah which is which is odd because that first movie it has a couple different things and like the vivica fox sequence is like so oversaturated um and bright um but for the most part it's rather consistent um, i actually
0: think that whole first movie is oversaturated to be honest like it's mm. very like all of the colors are saturated like even yes in the last fight sequence and there the moonlight's there and the white of oren is popping and the red and the like as in the blood and the yellow mm-hmm. in her suit is just popping out but do you also see cherry blossoms in around them? And yep. they're also quite vibrant in the mm-hmm. moonlight that is extreme onto their space. Yep. You know. Well, I'm pretty
1: ex- sure he put computer affected um like it, I think I'm pretty sure the snow is CGI because it's not falling fast enough.
0: Yeah, it's also not falling on them yep. in any way. It's just in between, like around over yep. kind of thing. Um, and even when O'Ren finally gets cut and they show like the white and the blood mm-hmm. in the snow, it's just, it's fucking red, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, I just, uh, I was very saturated, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, no, you're right, um, I, but during that sequence with Cottonmouth, I was like, is my TV wrong? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, because I've, like, I've, I've accidentally reset my um, picture stuff once yeah. before, it took me two days to fix it, <laughs> because of just, like, this feels wrong yeah um and so uh that was another one i was like this is too bright like it's it's like it's going off the chart like color wise like is it like it looks like it's bleeding
0: but like it's, the color
1: looks like it's bleeding it's and just um, in that sequence i didn't notice it with the others so.
0: others yeah but it's but that sequence too is very different than all of the other sequences as in it is bright day it's like three o'clock in the afternoon it's a suburban mm-hmm. neighborhood uh it, it's almost like the way the neighborhood looked. Almost reminded me of um, uh, Edward Scissorhands, to be honest. Um, yeah. And when she pulled up to the house, the the view you have is actually the house across the street. And I swear to God, that house has been used in something else when I was staring at it. I should have looked it up. But I could have sworn that house has been used in other movies. And yeah, then they go I into her house. It. Yeah.
1: It does. I mean, it looks like a kind of Southern California suburb. Um. So
0: yeah i, wouldn't be surprised. Uh,
1: I think he i mean like a lot of i mean it could have been like it could have been like jackie brown's house like it looks like it looks like it could have been like a similar like layout inside mm-hmm. um or like um i don't know what else like they or like uh, jimmy's house could have been that one like it could have been oh. like
0: oh no, no, no i'm thinking you know the, the shot when she pulls up uh, like pussy wagons mm-hmm. into it and then you realize the shot that they have is the house across the street from the house she's going in
1: oh the house oh, across oh.
0: the street that you never go into or anything oh i, I swear that shot has been used and that house has been mm, used interesting in other movies
1: i bet you could find that out I Bet that's I, something that you could google I
0: probably could
1: yeah. um if i feel I'm like a... some dork has figured that out already
0: <laughs> and it's not you that's crazy no it
1: wasn't me it's a dork's dork
0: <laughs> um yeah, I don't know why. Like I was staring at the scene. I'm like, I know that house from something. That house has been used in something else. Like that is crazy. You know, like it was one of those things. But then, you know, it's fine.
1: How did you feel about the final fight? Like it was sort of a, a like a little tiny fight between uh, Beatrix and Bill. Um. Around the the little table.
0: I found it odd. and not unsatisfying but also still too quick
1: yeah it's a little anticlimactic it's also i don't but i don't think i would like it if it was a big fight either i don't think i wanted another o ren fight
0: yeah no it would have been too much
1: yeah yeah because it's it's there's too much emotional stuff happening in it for you to do like a dumb fight
0: But I also, but the thing that confused me and sort of makes sense is that they're sitting when that happens. Yeah. Um, And, but because, like, that sequence does the thing that I don't like about a lot of action films, where they cut it so much and so quickly that you can't really understand exactly what's happening. Mm -hmm. Whereas, all of the fight sequences before have been like full shots where you can like I can clearly see this is the thing that she's doing right now this is the thing that's happening whereas that scene you're just like okay something gets pulled back and how did she turn again and somebody kicked something and what happened and then you see you clearly see the the 5.5 finger thing I wrote
1: it down I wrote it down (laughs) because I wasn't going to remember it the 5.0 point palm exploding heart technique
0: yes (laughs) So you, clearly you can just cut
1: that, that and just keep using
2: it.
0: <laughs> keep using it, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so you clearly see that. But, like, most of it, what happens and how she spins around and stuff, you're just like, wait, what? That was so fa- What? Oh, yeah, okay, it's fine. Whatever, something else happening. He's going to die. It's, yeah.
1: She killed him by breaking his heart. Essentially. Yeah, which yeah. I actually only just put together as I was thinking a second ago. So I was like, oh, that's actually kind of nice. Yeah. It's kind of a sweet little ending. He died well, of a broken
2: heart.
0: Well, he went like he says. He, you broke my heart, and I overreacted. So yeah, he just I like overreacted. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like you overreacted. <laughs> you killed a room full of people you didn't know and stole a child from me.
1: That dude Thank- looked like such a dirtbag, though, her like new husband guy. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't look that great either.
1: Yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah five point, point ex- palm exploding heart technique. Oh, very I, oh, dumb.
0: Oh, can I give you? Can you? <laughs> yep. Can I give you a quick tidbit that I? Sure. What, boop, boop, this... boop, boop. There you go. So inside of Vivi, Vivica, like the house that she dies in, or whatever, the paintings on the wall were done by visual artist Rodney Greer, brother to Pam Greer. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm
0: There you go. I think uh, connection.
1: Well, I heard I heard Pam Grew telling the story of how she met Quentin Tarantino and it's it's rather sweet. They they oh. seem to be buddies. <laughs> so like he would just like he like came up to her on the street. Like he found her and was just like, Oh my god, I'm so like blah blah blah. And I um yeah, but um yeah, ended up putting her in a, a thing. He's like, I'm writing this thing. I I I think that you would really like and he was like trying to give her a script and stuff. Yeah. He, he just he's just is a dork. Like, I mean, you would imagine Quentin Tarantino meeting Pam Greer as being like his brain exploding.
0: I think no, I, I, I could I could understand that. Yeah. Like he is such a film nerd and is so into that kind of thing. Like he loves exploitation movies. Yeah. and yeah he, he would meet the most obscure person and be like people are like why are you so nervous why are you being such a fucking weirdo you will not believe who that is yeah and he would fucking lose his mind
1: yeah yeah no i mean like i'm i'm not a big uh exploitation person i i don't have a, a a deep knowledge of it um because i i I don't typically enjoy the some of the subject matter in it, Um, but uh, but I also get like how much of an icon that Pam Greer is, and uh, and how and how much of a a sex symbol she was in the in the seventies, and and I mean like she's she's awesome. So she
0: is awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm not finding the information I am looking for, (laughs) so we can skip this. And if I find it, I will put something up. About it later.
2: Edit point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on. I just found that. Hold on. Okay, okay. Hold on one second. I may have found something. Okay, so the house that she is in is called the Bells. Oh, God, this is too long. Never mind. It probably
1: has some obscure thing from like some uh, like it, it's it's like it oh yeah no everyone knows that house in L.A. It's where they shot uh, the the third Robert Forster movie um, and uh, you know really important in cinema um, yeah. came a porno theater uh, for a brief time and then went back to being a regular house and yeah. like. <laughs>
0: uh yeah but this all talks about vivica a fox's action the house that they quote unquote go into right not the house across the street it's specifically the house across the street that has me like i know that house from something mm. but they're not talking about any of that it's fine okay. it's fine don't give me the information <laughs> i want
1: <Ugh. laughs> oh no, i hate it when google doesn't doesn't confirm the thing you think
0: I mean like... it's, not, it's not like I'm going past the first page or anything but whatever. Yeah. yeah, but even all the pictures are ignoring that house.
1: The other house? Yeah. It's not I the can't... same house, right? Like it's not they didn't do like some trick where they like, oh, we'll we'll do the establishing shot here and then she'll look the wrong direction but no one will know the difference.
0: Oh no, it's a very different house.
1: It's a very different house.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um you actually see the house out the window when they're fighting and the bus pulls up. Right. So you see, you see that house. So they're not they're not trying to pull any kind of like weird trick that way. Okay. Um, It's weird that they got
1: a location for that though.
0: Yeah. If it was like
1: fully the house, they they would have. I'm sure most of it was a set.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like the interior was probably a set, and they probably did like a weird green screen for it. I wasn't surprised. Um, Yeah, just take kitchen
1: has to have been a set because they they shoot a gun off. I don't think you can do that at a.
0: I don't think you could do Regular
1: that suburban house. Yeah.
0: There would have been a lot of questions. Be like, what's going on in the middle of the night? I'm like, it's fine. Well, no, it's <laughs> middle of the day, right? Never mind. It's-
1: oh, they, they would have shot all the, the day stuff in the middle of the night just for fun. <laughs>
0: just for fun. It's hilarious. Yeah.
1: We'll just get a big light.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think it was used in a Halloween movie. That's what I think uh-huh. it was.
1: That makes sense. Oh, wait, that that house isn't in Illinois? What?
0: I know. <laughs> but the fact is that nobody has written anything about that house, so I may be wrong. Mm. But for some reason it's triggering Halloween movie for Well,
1: now me, we so. now we know what you're going to ask Quentin Tarantino when he guest on the show.
0: Exactly. I'd be like, say, hey, okay.
1: this house he used for the establishing shot <laughs> at minute 10 of Kill Bill Volume 1.
0: Like what what's is the
1: story the- with that? <laughs> and then you say well that's all i had thank you very much
0: have a good day thank you for giving day. me this information super yeah. yes and also, he's like all right bill's house in this movie is very nice i would like to live in that house
1: yep it was a very nice house that it's it is a that last sequence is is striking and how much it slows down the pace yeah and then it's but it's it's beautiful it's a nice sequence and it's in a really nice house and everything looks like it would be really nice to live there
0: yeah okay they seem to have a
1: lot of kung fu movies on there i
0: just want to say one thing i just found a website where it it's almost like um like google street view and it shows the house and then you can turn it around and see the other house across the street Mm -hmm. but also it doesn't give me any information about it it's fine
1: what, what a fun, creepy thing that you could do. <laughs>
0: I, I know, right? <laughs> Ooh. This is weird. Well, But yes, I, sw- I swear that was in like a horror movie or something. I,
1: I am not as well versed in, in Halloween movies. I did see the new one. I did not like it. Um, Wait, but, the, uh, the one that
0: came out like a couple of weeks ago?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. It was pretty Which, bad. Okay. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, they I like that a- first one the original of halloween? the series
1: no of the series the like or the the reboot halloween the one but from like
0: uh h2o i think ago. it was called or something
1: no that one's from like 20 years ago there's one from Jesus. like four years ago
0: oh, that's right there is isn't there
1: yeah I don't know. that was pretty good
0: i think h2o was the last halloween movie i saw and yeah. uh just
1: 2000 right
0: i think so and joseph so that Ford would be Levo, the levitt died right in the the beginning of it Rest in peace. playing hockey or something <laughs> yes <laughs> anyways okay way tangent looking up the stupid house I apologize <laughs> anyways we can talk more about this last final fight sequence and, and the daughter and, and all this kind of stuff yeah Um. that
1: daughter's very cute very cute uh, and, the, and I don't think I realized when I was 16 15 or 16 when I saw this Uh, originally how uh, touching the moment is when she walks in and they're playing like with pretend guns yes it's so incredibly sweet and touching and Uma Thurman puts in a performance that is is quite like quite something it's just like oh my god this would be very overwhelming
0: Mm -hmm. and she kind of like though she tears up she holds it together and like plays along and is Mm -hmm. like you know i'm like i'm i'm playing you know bad guys with my baby yep. this is crazy but also shows how sweet the girl managed to be as well when she comes up she's like don't die mommy you know like the whole yeah. you're just like oh my god i would have melted mm-hmm. um but also like i don't know if this is like uh this was supposed to be like to show that bill was changing and all or or something but She, that little girl was so nice compared to everyone else in his life or people he's trained or people that he's been with that you're just like, how can she be this sweet still? Like, I know she's only four, but she's sweet. Well, I think like
1: Beatrix did love Bill, right? Like, it's not that he was, I I think that they they have a complicated relationship. Like okay. she escaped not because of him necessarily, but because he, he didn't, she didn't want that life to, to for her, for her child. Right. That's okay. sort of the storyline. So I don't know if he's supposed, I mean, he is a monster as we know, but he still is charming. Kind of like Esteban where it's yeah. like, no, he's a dangerous person, but he can be good and sweet when he needs to be.
2: Yeah. He can, Whether or not manipulate. that's for his own.
1: Yeah. So I mean, he is doing that to her the whole time. Like they're they don't seem to have a fraught relationship or or a necessarily super violent relationship without the a single thing happening. I guess yeah, uh, where he shot her in the head. Um, but um, you know what I mean? Like it's it's it doesn't really play him as if he's just like an uncontrollable monster.
0: Yeah, but the problem is is that it's he's still clearly a monster. He yeah. she she knows her boundaries. She knows where he can go. Mm-hmm. And even before he shot her in the head, there was clearly a level where you're like, I cannot go to Bill about this yeah. because this has crossed a certain line. Mm-hmm. Right. So she automatically knows like, yeah, this is, this is wrong. But despite the fact that he is may not have like abused her technically, there is definitely some sort of trauma involved in their relationship because there's a fear there. There's a knowledge yeah. and fear of this violence and fear yeah, of repercussion. There's
1: something. definitely an ownership and control thing. Yeah. Um, that is, that is. I mean, if, if he can't have her, no one can kind of thing, which is definitely mm-hmm. something um, that that is a, a problem. But, I mean, I guess maybe, like, being a dad is his Clark Kent suit. Right. Like he puts on his impression of what he thinks he's supposed to do.
0: Yeah. I, I think uh, that cuts st- off the,
1: the crust off her sandwiches for God's and,
0: sake. And everything, yeah. Um, I, I actually think that that whole story was a reference to himself that every day he gets up, he puts on a suit and he, you know, he goes outside and, and I'm a man. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you've been saying, he's quote-unquote like a demon slash devil incarnate. Mm-hmm. And I think his man suit is his Clark Kent suit and his mm-hmm. demon side is his Superman. Um, and I think that's what that was getting at, not his father level. Like,
2: well, yeah. I guess that,
0: that kind of works that would to be, be the man, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. So, like, I, I think him telling her that story was to be like, don't Make me take off this fucking suit.
1: Oh, okay. You and, think that,
0: and because uh, I will show you who the fuck I am. Kinda, All right, kind of thing. See,
1: I think of it as him telling her that she's just like him. Oh, that yeah. she is also a killer. Mm-hmm. So, like, no matter where she goes, she will always wake up and be a killer. She can pretend to be Arlene. She can put on her Clark Kent mask. Yeah, and be like the fake lady the girl that works at the record store
2: Uh
1: um but in reality she is like him and they belong together because they are the same
0: okay yeah i could see it from that side too yeah
1: Yeah.
0: um which is also
1: not a healthy thing to tell somebody (laughs)
0: no Especially by any you, means, especially when you're out to murder that person because they've yeah. done you so wrong, and you're like, right. I'm just like you. Holy, G- I am much more broken than I thought, you know. Kind of well, thing.
1: that was his line about like all those people you killed. Did it feel good? Mm-hmm. She's like, Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely see that. But, but I, I, I think part besides the fact that she was in pain by having this giant needle thing stuck in her leg, um, I think. A, a lot of that sequence was the control aspect of it. Right. And that's why yep. I think the story is more about him than about her, where I find everything that he tells her, like even the, even the, the sweet flashback where they're around the fire and he's, he's got his flute out and he's like telling her the mm-hmm. story about Pai May and stuff. It was more about controlling her mm-hmm. than about, uh, giving her information, if you know what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Well, and, I mean, that was that these are her feats to be free, right? Yeah. She's cutting her bounds.
0: Yeah. So. And I think that's why, like, that sequence works to a point mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh, this is the abusive part of it. Or this is the this is the um, what do they call it? The the gaslighting level of it where. Yeah. Some people, they're like, why are you so angry? He hasn't done anything. And you're just like, he has done all of these things. What are Mm. you talking about? You know, and it's not... People are just like, oh, abuse is physical. He didn't hit anybody, so you're fine. But Mm. he's made you feel a certain way. He's made you feel in danger. He's made you feel weak. He's trapped you mentally in a space. It's still an abuse. And I think... I don't don't think anyone does that that in
1: this movie, though, right? Like, I mean, everybody she comes to, she says, I'm going to kill Bill. They're like... Yeah. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I think, no, I think this is about, no, this is just about Bill. This is not oh, about yeah. anybody else. This is about Bill and his control over her yeah. on a certain level. Um, and her getting pregnant sort of like broke her from that. But as soon as they got face to face again.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh no. She kind of fell back into the, yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. accurate. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So that's what it is. So. Mm-hmm. That's
1: why I said, like, she, she, she lost control. Like, remember I, I said that, what, like, three or four hours ago. <laughs> um yes. That uh that like that's it. It seems like that's the only scene where she's not the one owning the scene. Yes, Cause,
0: cause that's very correct. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Which is which is that I think that's a good way to portray that kind of dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: whereas because she's she is a powerful badass for the rest of this the two and a half hours or three hours or whatever but then that one scene she is not she knows like she can't do that anymore she doesn't have the she doesn't have the presence in front
2: of him
0: yeah so what do you think about the scene where you know after bill's dead she's taken her daughter and then it cuts to the next morning the kids watching cartoons and she's in the bathroom obviously crying in joy yeah but what do you what do you think about that scene though
1: I think, uh, well, my first thought was like, man, I really wish 60s cartoons were still on TV um, <laughs> because I can never watch Scooby-Doo anymore. Yeah. Um, and um, the other thing was like, I was, I think I remember at the time not really getting that it was a euphoria. Like, I was like, why is she crying? Cause like, it was a very fine line. Um, it was, it was sweet i i think that what the movie was trying to do is is trying to leave her in a good place yeah um i and i and i think i read something where it was saying like he was he worked really hard to to get a good point for this person uh because she's been through the ringer for the rest of the time right Mm -hmm. so it's it's sort of a moment where she can release like she gets the catharsis that that we've been getting through all the the build up tension drops and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she finally um, gets to take a break. She finally gets yeah. to like sit down for a second, and she lets all of her emotions out at once. Yeah, and it comes out as crying, but it's happy crying because she's laughing while she's crying. Yeah. You know, um, she doesn't want her daughter to hear. She doesn't want her daughter to be like, like, what's wrong, mommy, or anything. But she's just like she's just letting it all out. Yeah, but my my thing about that scene is that yes her daughter's very nice her daughter is hers her daughter knows about her mm-hmm. but if i had met someone 12 hours before yeah um who said they were their my mother and i was like okay mm-hmm. i don't know if i just like walk away from the person i've known all my life without saying goodbye and been like i'm gonna watch cartoons now yay yeah
1: I I mean, why is he sleeping on the lawn? Um,
0: yeah,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's, I mean I, she's also set up as being kind of a different kind of little girl. Um, right. I don't think typically they ask to watch Shogun Assassin. That's true. Um, That's, yeah. So, like, I think that she's been, I mean, kind of speaking to what you were saying about her um, relationship with Bill, like, he sort of, like, he did tell that story about her killing the goldfish, right? About, yes. like, her killing um so like she is sort of like them
0: yeah she, she guess, knows so. she knows about death and she knows yeah she has control of lives yeah. in a way
1: so i think she she is probably not
0: the best um uh,
1: mm-hmm. in terms of uh her development as well based on based on that story and and the way that she grew up um so Mm -hmm. there's there's that aspect of it but yeah no you're you're right that it was like wait why am i is dad not coming yeah um would be would be the sort of the thing but you know i mean we needed we needed her to to put right in the universe right like the the right in the universe is that she's with her daughter and everyone else is dead
0: yes correct yes yeah Oh, it's a good way to end the movie, actually. Yeah, but you do. You do feel like at the end of the movie, you do feel like, oh, okay, good.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's a relief, and it's mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's a really it's it, it like it's it's nice that she had a moment of relief. Yes, because she hasn't the rest of the time. Like we get we got a break in between movies. We did
0: um, a
1: whole but, year. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, but but she was <laughs> going through it the whole time. So like, she finally got a moment where she was done. Yeah. Which you don't really get in a lot of movies, actually. You don't usually get a little It's um, a it called? Coda.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I mean, like, they're doing that with the, the John Wick movies. They just keep going, which I'm not really complaining about. I, I do enjoy them. It's, that first movie is just so fucking on point. Um, but, you know, when he gets the other dog and he walks away into the rain and you're just like, I don't know if that's a happy ending, but his dog's cute again. Like, I don't... You know, <laughs> that kind of thing.
1: I like that they set up that the dog was going to be killed. Like it was at a kill shelter. Like it said to be terminated on like the kennel as he opened it up. I think yeah. that, that's such a good touch. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. He's not stealing a dog. That's going to be okay. Yeah. They're both like marked men.
0: Yeah. And they're walking <laughs> off and they, they're yep. going to steal as much life as possible. Let's do this. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, no. Yeah. Great. Yep. John Wick is one of the things I wish I had in this collection because I want. oh fucking talk
1: about that. No, we can, uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> do a very special episode if you want. You can do it as a bonus. I'll do the John bonus? Wick. Bonus. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh I'll do so John funny.
1: Wick and Taken. That would be a good that's that'd, a one-two.
0: That is definitely a one-two. I yeah. like this idea. Mm-hmm. I like this idea. Might happen. <laughs> um, but anyways, any um final notes on these films as it's no now, i've it's said so much outside. it's
1: dark yeah. outside it's nighttime we talked into nighttime
0: i know <laughs> but to be honest it is you know it got dark at like five o'clock okay yeah. like it's it's dark early okay
1: yeah we started early though
0: also
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking for a while it's fine yeah. it's fine <laughs> um yes but sorry what are what's your final takes on on kill bill volume one and two
1: uh well no these are movies I dig um and and sort of movies I've always dug um I mean to your point I think that our culture has changed around them so they kind of read a little bit differently than they used to for some of the reasons that we've we've already discussed so it I I couldn't kind of separate myself from that a little bit I didn't kind of get the the same on this specific watch I didn't quite feel the same kind of euphoria I have at other viewings that I remember from from ages ago but uh, it's definitely an interesting movie I mean we talked about it for like three hours uh yeah. three plus hours so I mean there's obviously things that are happening that are worth watching I w- I'd recommend it
0: yeah I agree with you um I did have the same euphoria of at the end of the first movie I mm. will say um but at the end of the second movie I was like eh, you know uh, I think like I said I think the second movie is a little bit more problematic than the first Um, But, but yeah, like I find these movies aren't um, Like you can't just watch them as like, oh, it's just a revenge flick Like there's just too much in it And there's just more there And yeah, as a society, I'm going to keep saying it uh, (laughs) You know, things change and how you view things change And um, I'm glad this was one of the few movies where he didn't use a lot of slurs in it So that you can't be like, "Oh, you were wincing," but also Weinstein Company. So I don't know. know. It's right. Which way? It was. It was
1: before even Weinstein Company. It was Miramax. It was still
0: Miramax. I think
1: Miramax is releasing something new soon. Like, I think I saw a trailer before I saw something else that it was like Miramax film presents. And I'm like, wait, what? How?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is this allowed? I don't even (laughs)
1: know. Well, because they lost it. That's why they had to change it to the Weinstein company.
0: Yeah. is
1: because they lost the the naming rights to Disney, I think, maybe. I forget who owns Miramax now. But uh, yeah, I think that got liquidated and somebody else owns it now.
0: All right. As long as Oh, they're not getting, oh, they're money not
1: getting money. any money from it now. That's I, no, I
0: will. No, no. I'm okay with it then, as long as. The well, person... I, I
1: mean, they might be getting money from other things. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm. I i do not know. Um, yeah. I don't know how their their issues work, but uh, Harvey's in prison, right?
0: Uh, as far as I remember, yes. Okay. I hope so.
1: Yeah, I. I deserves I, to be I there. Think, I think he is. Um, but uh, I don't. I for I don't think you get money when you when you're in prison. Um, so I don't think we're any, I don't think he's getting anything, but, uh, yeah, I don't know how, how rights works for stuff that he produced from yeah. 20 years ago.
0: All right. Well,
1: so buyers beware.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having another very in-depth discussion with me.
1: I'm always happy to do it.
0: Yay. <laughs> Yay. Whoop, 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 whoop. Wait, are there any more tidbits that we missed? I don't out?
1: think I I think I got everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> at least at least nothing I want to like go through. By the way, this is my notepad from all of the ones we've done. I use the same notepad. That's from Austin Powers.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then yeah, no, I have tons of notes from this show.
0: What's gonna happen is one day you're just gonna frame all of these notes and be like, oh yeah. it's the experiences. I'll
1: have to put it into my archive
0: yes <laughs> and it will
1: be uh then unearthed and put under glass and,
0: yeah, at some point point it and yeah. in the smithsonian and like mm. 13 like 3184 and you're like oh right. we have found this strange tablets like,
1: who oh, is God. this fat bastard character
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it oh those people are gonna be so weirded out by us. <laughs> they'll be like oh such savages <laughs> um well that's it for this episode of off my shelf until next time you can follow along on instagram and twitter at oh my shelf or you can send an email to ohmyshelf at gmail.com on the next episode we'll be talking about kill switch and knocked up the weird combination of movies hope you'll be here to listen